0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis, a poet like Langston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise. I own the expressway, leaving the bodega I say suave. Premier's got more beats than Barnes got hay. Clips are inserted into my gun so I can take the money never have to run. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your hosts Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, we are. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, Walking Dead Sunday. Can't wait to live tweet that tonight. Yes. Uh 6 p.m. We will be on Movie Trailer Reviews Sandy Check Podcast with Chris. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. In the motherfucking Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, just search the black guy who tips. Leave us five star reviews. We love reading those as long as you like the show. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's bo- podcast is brought to you by. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TBGWT to get 20% off of your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. That's right. They back.
2: Yeah, um- i'm happy they're back and also for those of you that use the code and you was like well gosh this it's been smooth and i've enjoyed it guess what
1: y'all can use it again because they back yep time to re-up everybody um all right and then we're also brought to you by the sexy sexy sponsor let me see if i can find some sexist music That's right, guys. This episode is also brought to you by Adam and Eve. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, you get a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that you both can enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10 free shipping you get free shipping on your entire order so what do you got to do to get this very easy all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com select any one item it could be an adventurous new toy a sex piece of lingerie or anything else you desire and then i know a lot of y'all watch 50 shades of gray get you something like that get you some handcuffs and some blindfolds and uh you know all kinds of stuff like that um paddles then go over And put in offer code TBGWT at checkout, and you get 10 free gifts. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com.
3: Truly (laughs) over. What am I supposed to do then? You see what I'm saying? Even if here is
1: Sense. So you going to be saying to your uh, vibrator, man. When can I see you again? <laughs> um, Alright, uh, we have all kinds of news and stuff to get into. I mean, into. you can beat him up, but don't beat him up like Babyface. <laughs> Babyface beat some people up. Hmm? I don't think Babyface got no domestic violence, does he? i thought he did i might be wrong uh, don't, i don't. know
2: one of them soul 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 soulful singers be be be
1: be singing about love and beating her in the nah, face at the same time he made a song about domestic violence and fighting against it okay face ain't never hit nobody okay put that evil on him ricky bobby my bad my bad i want to be sure all right um all right we got all kinds of stuff uh breaking news i guess the first thing i want to we got covers of update on an again. ongoing story. Um that's going. Oh what, do you think I should play the breaking news song for this? Oh, I don't know. Is that just for the uh Beyonce gate? Uh well nah, I guess I could play it. Let me find my breaking news music. Um now I gotta I don't remember where I put this. <laughs> you ain't got it in the main box. I, I got it somewhere on here. Oh no, they took it off. Yeah, it's gone. Oh shit, we gotta find out some new breaking news. Oh, yeah, damn. Yeah, nightly election special is <laughs> gone. That they took that joint off of Spotify. Oh, I guess they was like, well, it's been used too many times. We probably tanned it up." Yeah, I don't even see any like breaking news, uh, sound effect music anymore. Uh, there's an oh. artist called Breaking News, but
2: we ain't got no nightly breaking news, no CBS
1: breaking late breaking news Uh, no everything else is like a full oh everything else a full song yeah what about this let's see i guess that'll work i don't know then they got breaking news too sound the same to me me too all right, I guess we got new breaking news sound effects. Uh, oh,
2: we have, we have, we might have to tink with that to get us some, because I like that breaking news. What about this one?
1: I sound like that's it. All right, we'll use that. That's, yeah, the, new, that's, that's the, the new, that's the new breaking, breaking news. news sound. <laughs> oh my God. We are so haphazardly put this shit together. Um, all right, here we go. So here's uh breaking news. That's
2: right. You can't have news without it being breaking.
1: Breaking news, breaking news. In the Monique versus Lee Daniels fight, another blow has been struck. This one by Monique. Now, remember last time we checked, um, I believe it was um, the writer for Empire and, Mo- and Lee Daniels, uh, the butler or something, came out and said none of them parts are supposed to be given to Monique after Monique had said, she was supposed to be up for Cookie and some other, other parts. Right, right, they would say they wouldn't even offer it to her. So here's Monique, who apparently went on V103 radio in Atlanta and had a lot to say. You no, know, it got to be FM station. Let me see if I can turn this up. This is some low volume. V103, what is going on with you guys? Hey, y'all volume. Good God. I'm like, what is it? It's the AM radio station or FM? My I mean, name. come on, brother. And
0: Bring it
2: back to Mr. Daniels. And what you're going to start saying is a pattern. I remember Lee and I were having a conversation after Hallie won that award, and he was doing an interview with a reporter, and he called Hallie out of her name. He called it a B word. And I said, Lee, why would you say? Because he said, you know, she called it feelings behind that. I said, why
0: would That B sa- called feelings behind that.
2: That he called her a uh-huh. I said, why would you say that about that woman? Like, you're putting it out there that she could have been, something was wrong like why would you say that oh you just know how I get when I get nervous I just get nervous and say anything well you have to stop just saying anything because it could be damaging to us
1: now here's the thing one did you notice that that dude tried to throw a joke in there
0: Mm -hmm.
1: he was like why why did that b-word get mad that he said that or something like that um (laughs) Anyway, and um, what
2: the fuck does that got to do with their <laughs> argument? She's throwing other people in the conversation randomly. Hol like what the fuck do I got to do with this?
1: Well, it was a pattern Karen i guess and, I guess the pattern is really good, um, but yeah, I do notice that um you know it's getting less and less about whatever the fuck was going on with them.
2: That's normally what happens, and, and it's th-
1: just straight petty now. they don't r- even. It has nothing to do with the original conflict. I forgot no. what the original conflict was about.
2: Right, because now we're talking about Holly Berry. We're going to bring other stars in here. People that ain't got
1: shit to do with shit. They was like, I don't care. Y'all was talking about me. Leave me out of this mess. Yeah, it's just messy now, man. Like, amazing. Just, <laughs> you know, uh, one time I saw Lee, and he was at craft services, and he took a bite out of the cake and put it back.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I saw it. Breaking news. I just want to let
2: y'all know. I thought the dress was black and blue. The dress was blue and black. I just want to let y'all know. (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about here?
1: Yeah. Uh, So that was, uh, you know, pretty big. Uh, In more uh, celebrity news, people claim not to care about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Y'all care. Well, apparently they're in uh, Paris. She dyed her hair blonde. Mm-hmm. um looking I, I think it looks a hot mess honestly i'm gonna be real with y'all i like her better as a brunette but you know she's she's serving her uh malfoy face right now all over Paris. um and so she uh they've been doing the tour doing the rounds or whatever causing all kinds of stuff and apparently Kanye West, I mean, I can't believe this is real, but I guess it is. He sold a bag of air from his concert. I mean, from his uh, fashion show. How do you sell air? This is a bag, a Ziploc bag sealed of, of the air from the fashion show.
2: What do you do, siphon it? How the, how the fuck you catch air? Um... Uh-uh, well. Yeah. It's free, right? I mean mm. you die without it i don't understand this
1: uh
2: well he was like oh i fa- i heard somebody can't pay for the air bill i just captured and give you mine so you can pay yours what the fuck is happening today
1: I, I i mean i i guess i don't like what do you do with the bag i mean is there sweat in the air what's what's happening with this air what's what's so spectacular about this air like do you like like people been going to his concerts and they bag the air and now they and they and one person sold it on eBay, and the auction reached sixty thousand dollars. Well, you know what? <clears throat> okay,
2: okay, you, okay you, uh, that explains it then. Uh, so this has been a trend. So Kanye is doing it right now, right?
1: I don't know that he sold it himself, but a fan or somebody sold it. Okay, okay, okay. Hey,
2: that's crazy. And B, if the market is dumb enough to do that, I'm going to capture some goddamn air, too, and put it on eBay and sell it.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, that's what other people thought. They beat you to it, Karen. Right. Now now there's all kinds of people on eBay that have claimed to be selling air from from concerts and other places now. Uh, It started Friday when one ambitious seller attempted to sell a zipper seal bag with air from Kanye's show. With 90 bidders driving the price up over $60,000, while this auction was ultimately pulled from the site, eBay has since been flooded with similar auctions, promising airbag from a user's show, even though Copycast lacks certificates of authenticity proving the air, likely carbon dioxide, was grabbed at a West concert. eBay has apparently stopped trying to swat down the new bagged air auctions, so buyer beware at this point. Because I bet you came up with women for it, And I was like, we can keep track, but we can't keep track of
2: all these niggas coming out with these brand new actions.
1: Now there's a rash of similar items. Ziploc bag of air from Garth Brooks concert. Kanye West concert air infused bay leaves. So now they add bay leaves to it. Oh, well,
2: well, then I have a question. Like, if you really went, I mean, do I get tickets with it
1: or I just get a bag of air? You just get a bag of air. Mm-mm. no i would not need tickets another seller is pushing a bag of flatulence from kanye with the buy it now price of five dollars <laughs> not bad now Mhm. so
2: yeah you get a bag of air I from kanye it, buy it, buy
1: it um i don't even know kanye's farts probably smell like genius of course they do um but yeah so you can definitely get you some uh Sixty-five thousand-dollar bag of air if That's you want to get on that what people wasting money on um all right uh apparently speaking of auctions and online shit um people have lost their minds uh gofundme is just getting out of control like <laughs> you know gofundme started you know it started getting out of control when someone wanted to make potato salad and made a whole lot of money and stuff right well, now people just have like crazy, crazy ca- like GoFundMe campaigns, um, and I'll put the pictures in the chat. But there's his uh, boss have collected like fifteen of them, and here's some of them.
2: Yeah, because the thing between them and Kickstarter is that Kickstarter actually. Have a lot of more requirements, like it's yeah, kind of hard.
1: Tax documentation, right? Kickstarter
2: shit. ain't no joke. So, most people don't want to go through the hassle of dealing with uh, <clears throat> Kickstarter, especially if it's something really small and simple that you want to do. And with
1: uh, Kickstarter, if you don't get your goal, you don't get any of the money. Well, there's one get I- help Ivory get a bottle of Henny. Uh, $12 was raised by two people in three hours. Uh, (laughs) he needs to get to $25 so he can get,
2: I hope he made that go
1: a bottle of Henny, uh, guest race. I was like, they really shouldn't have let niggas get a hold of this technology. (laughs) So we immediately turned. (laughs) Help me get my soul in, uh, help Ja get to Vegas in May. She needs $1,500. She has $131. I'm trying to get to Vegas fight weekend because it was a big fight. The prices are crazy for the flight and hotel. My girlfriend's already booked, so I'm the last one who waiting to waited too long. And I just purchased a house less than 30 days ago, so so she wants to get to Vegas.
2: Yeah, I I think I see that one going up and down, too. she got a lot more than that now? She does? Mm-hmm. I think she may have even met her goal.
1: Uh, Here's one of my favorites. Uh go find me. Tired of being broke. Zero dollars raised by zero people in one minute. And Dustin,
2: <laughs> 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 you were tired of being broke? Guess the race on that one for real. It's... That might you probably couldn't say nigga, but I bet you that was say, nigga, I'm tired of being broke. They was like, No, sir, you can't say nigga. Alright, I'll take the nigga off. Tired of being
1: broke. Yeah, he just trying to get the twenty five hundred dollars, you know, and uh I Man. hope he don't think that's gonna make him not be broke once that twenty five hundred dollar leaves his hands. Uh, here's another one. Um, help me throw money at these strippers. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> he trying, but see, his is for a good cause. He, he 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 trying to get the hook with some money. See, I feel like he's defeating the purpose though because he has thirteen dollars in his hand, hand that he could throw. Like if one of them was a ten dollar bill. You couldn't get that change for some ones. That's apparently, 13 ones you should be having right there to throw at these strippers already. Not, apparently, he's like, this is not enough. Yep. Uh, another woman put a uh, picture up that said, why lie? I need money for tits. <laughs> <laughs> for tits. She's keeping it real. She's like, look, I need titties, y'all. I mean, come on. Um, just... Uh, like the audacity, man, and the fact that people are not even doing it, uh, this one is, uh, <laughs> n- niggas need a jet. He needs a hundred K. He's raised $5 in, in five. In, how long was this? An hour? He's raised five. dollars. It doesn't look like he's going to be his goal. Oh, niggas. and it's just hilarious that people are actually giving. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a... They gotta be given to themselves, right? Like I guarantee you, they are. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Five dollars raised by one person in fifty-four minutes for niggas need a jet. <laughs>
2: oh, where the fuck you gonna fly to? You get a jet, okay? Who's gonna pilot it? How you gonna get there? Like it,
1: it, it's it's more complicated. How you gonna get the upkeep on it? <laughs> a jet is expensive. Uh, help me buy these J's Saturday. <laughs> 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 Two hundred and ten dollars zero dollars i've been raised uh in a by uh anybody in three hours
2: uh i guess he won't be standing outside of the mall uh
1: now i do like this one this is petty uh this is uh maybe chris would like this uh because uh chris you know he does the show um okay i mean hell no cubit mm-hmm. uh flex on my ex fund oh lord <laughs> he needs five thousand dollars six dollars has been raised in one hour $6
2: of been
1: Flex raised. on my ex fund. Flex on my ex. Just, oh, you know, sometimes you need to uh, do that. Now, another woman has decided that she needs to raise money to get her some, some boobs. She says, help me get a boob job. So, she isn't voila, I need tits or whatever it was. I need money for tits. She, you know, I guess she decided to take a more classy uh, approach to this. Yeah. You know, she didn't want to just say some dumb shit like that. So she said, hey, um, I need a boob job. And then she said, insecurity is a killer, right? Insecurities is a killer, right? Wait, oh, actually, she says her name first. I'm Lorena. Lorena. Insecurities is a killer, right? I love me, but I'll love me even more if you help me get new boobs. I would love the opportunity to feel alive again. So I would like to go to DR, this, to the doctor this summer, I would like for you guys to help me get there and cover my boob costs. Um now she wants to raise five thousand dollars and uh she's in Brooklyn. Yeah, she's raised zero in eighteen hours according to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> help me buy clothes from Kanye. Oh Lord. And why along they, with them. They got the picture from the fashion show of the the, the people in uh, just basic ass sweaters and shit oh so help me buy clothes for Kanye. uh yeezus dropped a clothing line but i think Kanye forgot we not all kardashians i need y'all to put some money together so i can cop some of these fresh walking dead couture from don son. <laughs> he wants to raise ten thousand dollars black people are amazing man GoFundMe gonna have to change their whole way to do this.
2: Right, they gonna have to they gonna, they, really, they literally are gonna have to raise the standards and be like, look, you can't be having dumb shit out here. Yeah, because
1: we're doing it's clearly for jokes, right? But I
2: mean, like, but they, you but you flooding all that shit up with with bullshit and you have people out there like with legit things going, hey guys, you know I need to help pay my rent or a power bill and shit like that. And you like, I need to buy Kanye's outfit. Word.
1: Another one said, I need half for this abortion oh lord <laughs> oh,
2: but apparently um, they don't want to help you get that abortion sir I need
1: half with this abortion oh.
0: yeah
2: they, go, they gonna have to die combing shit now y'all, y'all gonna make GoFundMe have to do their goddamn job you're gonna have to make them have to do shit with you could because apparently you must not get uh, pre-approved or go through any screening process you must
1: just put shit up uh, I got a new favorite. I need a car to bring you this dick. <laughs> <laughs> Zero dollars in two thousand, <laughs> out of two thousand. Oh, I need a car so you can get this dick girl. I like that he got the low uh he has the low goal of two thousand dollars. Like he don't need an expensive car.
2: Mm mm. Shit, that's down payments far as he's concerned.
1: Yeah, he's like, Hey, I don't I don't need this. Uh there's there's another one. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, this one's actually raised quite a bit of money. It's free Jeremy Meeks. Oh, uh, <laughs> now how this is gonna help him get free? I don't know. But it was uh two thousand six hundred sixty dollars raised in one day. Catherine Catherine Angier is the one who did it. This was last year uh, to help him get out. Oh, shit? They might have met their goal by now. Who knows? Well, he didn't get out. So I mean, I mean, he
2: didn't get out, but then the probably money take- didn't
1: matter. They probably take that money and give it to them. Uh, this was, someone wanted to take Boston girls out on $200 dates. <laughs>
2: Cause you said, guess the social media.
1: <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> black Twitter got a hold of the GoFundMe and found out you really ain't gotta do shit to, to put to it set out it up. And, and if somebody's willing
2: to pay, you could, you just take the money.
1: I need plastic surgery. or well, picture. Now that's probably shade. It's probably somebody. Like, they probably took somebody else's picture or something. That's what that looks like. Yeah, $0 for that one. Um, what else we got here? Um, I need cash for my B-Day. $1,200 they're trying to get. $0 was what they raised oh. in two minutes. Um, I wish they had given updates on, like, with links to them so I could click and see if they got some of the money. All right. Um, this one single dad in need of help, two thousand dollars. Oh, cute. Yeah, that one wasn't even funny. Um this one was what was this one? Oh, this is just uh I guess for a kid's birthday. So uh, all right, man. So th- th- they ran out of funny ones. But oh my god, the shade. The Yeah, go go for me. gonna have to be like y'all know what we're gonna have to comb.
2: <laughs> we got to Y'all niggas gonna make us have to do our jobs and read what the
1: title is and all this shit. Uh, oh, y'all take
2: the fun out of everything.
1: I guess Saturday Night Live did a skit based on um based on uh, Empire last night. hmm Uh I haven't watched it yet. Sterling sent it to me this morning. Uh, of course it involves my man Keenan, so
2: Oh, you know it's gonna be
1: good. You know how to get me to watch something. Put Keenan in it. Um so late for this thing to load up but uh yeah i guess they inserted a white dude in khakis into the empire storylines like why isn't this playing to refresh. what's happening here mm-hmm. i don't
2: know it's got a colorful spin like mm, i think about it
1: let me uh let me go look this up try to find another video that works
2: yeah, it look like you're gonna be reading that book. I I I'm almost finished with episode two, dog.
1: Sure y'all can.
2: I am. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you where I'm at, so you believe me? Cause you don't sound like you believe me. Empire, the
0: television phenomenon returns this week with all your favorite characters. Lucius. This is my kingdom. And as long as I'm alive, it will stand. Oh, <laughs> this nigga get him oh my god oh he got an
2: ascot on it, everything oh my god this is hilarious oh my nigga keenan oh they gonna miss that nigga when he gone he got the good terrence howard
1: oh rewind oh that was epic lucius this is my
4: 17
0: years in jail and i haven't aged a day empire has already aged aged a day
2: day. (laughs) yes black don't
1: crack honey that is true
0: black america by storm but what about white america we've got you covered this week we introduce a new character chip (laughs) hi everyone He's gonna be our new office manager. Does anyone actually do any work around here? <laughs> I was just saying, my
2: name's Chip.
0: <laughs> Take a dip, Chip. Drama. <laughs> We've got it. Dad, I love hip-hop. And I'm gay. Uh, what, what the hell is it? Groundbreaking music. You bet. Trip, drop, trip, he
1: drop. What the hell am I saying? hell am i saying seriously <laughs> that's not enough now
0: oh d- <laughs> they got leslie dressed up as for yes oh my god we've got a white dude in khakis hey look i was a good father to you no you weren't when he was nine, you picked him up, put him in the trash can, then put the lid on it. Damn,
1: my kid was stressed or something?
0: Oh, well, this is my first day. This is fun. I'm doing the whole world. My own brother tried to kill me. Hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. Do you mind signing this card? It's Cookie's birthday. Okay. Go, Empire.
2: Look at me when I'm talking to you. I sacrificed everything for this
0: family. You want a medal, bitch? I want some respect! <laughs> he said, hey man, where you going? <laughs> he walked in
2: the room and he was getting his ass beat with a broom and with like a card and flowers cause it's Cookie's birthday and he said, hey man, where you going? He was like, no I do. He was like, oh, just take me and my khakis and back out. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, just just, um, just one question. Uh, you turned in an expense report, but there were no receipts with it? I <laughs> got the receipts right That's here. That's great. Got to keep track of it all. Was it. <laughs> Now with something for everyone. You set me up. You ain't got nothing coming to you. Guys, 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 this, this meeting was supposed to be about email etiquette. going back to jail. on Fox.
2: Oh, oh that was greatness. Oh, my God. And the funny part about it is that this is brand new, so you literally got a continually running gag of this and this is his last year oh there's so many black shows coming out oh man they gonna miss him
1: yeah um, because can't
2: nobody do lucius like that
1: yeah i wish he was staying around because yeah that lucius was good man that voice oh my god (laughs) and i'm dying (laughs) (laughs) oh shit um amazingly these people waited 151 years to open up a bottle of wine can. and uh, they found it. Uh, um, what was it? An American Civil War ship that sank in 1864. Oh shit! It's been uncorked, and it is awful.
2: What the hell did they think is? What? The, what did they think it was going to be? It ain't been in the proper setting for wine like you know the older wine ages and shit like that they normally have them in barrels then room you know control atmospheres this shit been at the bottom of the goddamn ocean with some sea salt and you go "Mm, it's nasty
1: bitch. yes it is the wine was in a bottle can um it was i mean so the sea salt water didn't get in but it was uh gray which would have been my first clue i'm not drinking this shit i've never seen a gray wine in my life
2: yeah because you have to think Yes, it was in a glass bottle, but 100-something years ago,
1: it is not the same glass that we have today. Well, you know, a lot of people say wine is good. The better it ages, the older it is, the better it tastes.
2: Yeah, but not no glass that was 151 years old underneath but, I mean, the ocean. but that's,
1: that's what, well, all right, underneath the ocean maybe. But an expert said the gray wine's nose was a mix of terps and sulfur and tasted like petrol and crab with a hint of citrus.
2: Now wonder why.
1: Why chemist Maybe Pierre? Because the
2: crabs was crawling asses across the bottle.
1: The why chemist Pierre Luis Tissedre of the University of Bordeaux, who analyzed samples, said the nose of the wine was a room clearing mix. What the hell is a room clearing? Clear the room, oh. shit stay. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Surprised it didn't smell like ass and dead
1: uh, people at the bottom of the ocean.
2: <laughs>
1: it was on a sunken ship. What did they think? About 50 people bought tickets to see it decanted and tasted it during a food festival in Charleston, South Carolina. It was one of five sealed bottles recovered from the Mary Celestia, an iron hole steamship which sank in the U.S. Civil War in 1864. I'm surprised it taste like Davis Jones Locker. What's happening with here people? <laughs> the vote, the vote was leaving Bermuda with supplies from the Confederate States when it struck a reef. The marine uh, archaeologist uh, diving on the shipwreck in 2011 found a bottle inside a locker in the bow. The master sommelier, or oh, master sommelier Paul Roberts, said, "I've had shipwreck wines before. They can be great." This one was not. Of
2: course. I wonder how
1: much tickets cost to this shit. Cause like, if I bought tickets and then it was like a hundred dollars a ticket, and you gave me this shit, I'd be like, man, fuck you, dog. I want at least twenty dollars back.
2: Oh, we we oh oh we be, we better be doing a seven course meal with this nasty ass
1: wine opening. Yeah. Like the bottle looked kind of kind of janky. Anyway. Yeah,
2: that's what that's what I'm saying. And I'm I'm. Know- know that they probably have found shit in the past but i can guarantee you the condition of the uh bottles was probably a lot better condition you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. in this one of those things where i guarantee you the bottles they've had in the past probably have not been this old mm-hmm. i might be wrong y'all know they may have found older shit that just happened to be in more pristine condition mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean what did you really think that shit was gonna look and taste and smell like anything 150 years old when you be like you know what his l
1: <laughs> yeah everybody's face in these pictures looks like this shit is nasty but they trying to look sophisticated Mm, fucker sophisticated. Mm. Like that picture right there with that dude and that girl looks like you, you gonna drink it first. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, you, I
2: mean, I mean, I mean, guess the race because these been some niggas. This would have went completely different.
1: Look at um, how would it would went different. Black people would have just drank the nasty ass wine too. I guess. Oh no. Now you think niggas would have drunk some 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 wine? That they you drink malt with? liquor, don't they? But malt, but malt liquor don't Look at smell it, like it. like a hundred fifty year old armpits either uh well it depends on what you drink i drank some fighting cock once it tastes like armpits Um, but
2: it's goddamn fighting cocks come on look at that look at that you got balls rubbing together in the name that's your fault (laughs) no (laughs) goddamn fighting cock i went to drink nothing called fucking fighting cock
1: a cock is a word not not two dicks rubbing together, Karen.
2: Hello, <laughs> white folks calling it a cock.
1: Dick juice.
2: Yes, that's what it's called, fighting dick juice. You go, mmm, let me taste <laughs> it. It's nasty. Of course it is. Surprise, no smell. Tastes like sperm.
1: Um, all right. <laughs> uh. So there's an article that came out on the Huffington Post, four signs that your marriage is headed for divorce. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's see if uh, how many we do this. Uh, for 40 years, the University of Washington psycho- psychology professor and his team at the Gottman Institute have studied thousands of couples' interactions to determine the key predictors for divorce. The predictors, which Gottman calls the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, are more commonplace than you think. Oh Lord! Criticism, sharing a complaint while putting the blame on your partner, contempt, negative thoughts about your partner coming from a position of superiority defensiveness self-protecting either in the form of victimizing yourself or righteous indignation and stonewalling which is emotionally withdrawing from your partner check out the infographic below okay the four horsemen criticism criticism contempt defensiveness stonewall to predict early divorcing 5.6 years after the wedding the average couple waits six years before seeking help for marital problems Emotional withdrawal, the absence of positive effect during conflict, discussion, shared humor, affection, and empathy uh, predict later divorcing 16.2 years after the wedding. So people wait 16 years if if they do the emotional withdrawal, stonewalling, and where they don't talk and joke and shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Half of all marriages that end do so in the first seven years. So half of divorces do so within seven years. Stonewalling occurs when the listener enters diffuse psycho- psycho- wait, physiological arousal, DPA, and their heart rate exceeds 100 BPM. Let's see. Dr. Godman also is able to predict with 90% accuracy which couples will divorce and which will stay together. Damn. 69% of conflict in relationships is about unresolvable perpetual problems. 16% of these perpetual issues involve gridlock couple conflict.
2: Yeah, honestly, and a lot of people, society pushes people to get married. A lot of people don't need to get married. A lot of people are not mature. A lot of people, um, they don't really teach people how to resolve conflicts. Mm -hmm. You know, honestly, you you grow up resolving conflicts a lot of times by avoiding them. Like we talked about before, most people avoid confrontation because avoiding them makes it go away. But when you live with the person that's causing the confrontation, it has to be addressed. And as big and bad as people talk about, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Mm -mm. No, most people don't. Most people don't keep it real with what they made. Most people don't keep it open with what they made. A lot of people tell lies and all this shit because the thing is, like, even though people are with somebody, they still don't want to deal with the judgment. And also that's a form of immaturity, too. Um, If I'm with somebody and I'm loving you, you need to be in the judgment-free zone with me. Right. But people don't really, you know, consider that. And everybody, you know, teaches men and women this false shit about marriage, you know, girl, when you get married, it's going to be all about you, you know, women run the house, and, and, and men, hey man, you come in there, you, you you swing your dick, and make it dominance, and raise your voice, and punch you in the face, and beat her, and all this shit, and you know, she's supposed to be submissive to you, and man runs everything, so a lot of times, people get conflicting things, and uh, a lot of people haven't seen a happily functioned marriage, which is something people don't want to address either, so if you haven't seen a normal function marriage, and most people, um. I could say uh copy <laughs> what they've normally seen and this is how mama act this is how daddy act it, even, even though they might say well I'll never do that subconsciously most people repeat the cycle that they grew up in so if that's what's considered normal to you anything outside of that is considered that normal and honestly I think uh, maybe it's just me I think most people need counseling prior to getting married like most people need counseling where you sit down and you bring up shit that y'all never talk about Are y'all gonna share finances all of a sudden you realize that you think one thing and they think something else y'all wanna have children you think one thing and they think Think something else. Y'all get married and this is bullshit you've never talked about. What is your credit score? Can you buy a pack of gum? Shit that matters if you're going to combine income. Or people just gloss over that like the marriage is supposed to fix this shit. A lot of times it makes it worse and it amplifies it. Then you bring in a lot of men and women that are immature from both parties when it comes to marriage.
1: 85% of stonewallers, the people who withdraw emotionally, are men in heterosexual relationships.
2: Yeah, because... Society teaches men, don't show your fucking feelings, don't show your emotions, and then a lot of women buy into that, I don't want a punk bitch, I don't want a man, you know, being emotional, but that's what you get, you get the person that shit happens, they pull it away.
1: 80% of the time, women bring up issues in heterosexual relationships. I believe that. Dr. Gottman reports that stable marriages have a 5 to 1 ratio of positivity to negativity during conflict, whereas in unstable relationships, the ratio is 0, to 1. So, oh point oh point point eight to one, so you actually bring up more negative stuff than positive things during conflict
2: um yeah be- because the thing about it is that I realize this too, people don't know how to talk to people, you've got to know how to talk to people,
1: yeah, it's always awkward when you go out with a couple or like on a date or you at a bar or something and you hang and you see how or just by yourself or whatever, and you see how they talk to each other, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're just like. I don't know how the fuck y'all Y'all making it because y'all right. are so negative to each other. There's no kindness in it, you. I don't right. know how, how the fuck you could come home to that every day.
2: Right. And society has also taught people if y'all don't fight, if you don't fight for your marriage, if there's no conflict, if y'all ain't at each other's throat. You know, a lot of people make jokes, but a lot of people keep it real about that. You know, we fight just the fuck, you know, right. and, and, and you're like, word, but that... D- d- I, I, but like this, everybody's doing, but I can't function like that. Yeah, and it's
1: not definitely not my way. I would never feel comfortable Mm-mm. and wanted in a environment where I'm just constantly critiqued. Right. That that that.
2: And I'm gonna tell you right now. After I took my black ass to work all day, I do not want to come home to no confrontational bullshit. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. You know, I I, I, I just can't deal with that. You know, it's shit in the world that makes my blood pressure go up. You know, I got to deal with shit. And then you have a mate that's uh, unreasonable, not realistic. You know, being the ass, cutting the food because they're not mature. And people are like, you know what? I'm tired of this nigga. I'm tired of this bitch. And, and, and it's just one of those things where people just be like, you know what? Why waste my time with you? And I think sometimes too, when it comes to marriage, Everybody wants to point at other people like they're always the problem. When sometimes it's you with the problem. Yeah, and- we
1: should be presenting a unified front at home. Right. You know, like it's just dividing my energy even more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why a lot of people take the long way home. Stop by the bar. Right. You know, uh, try to find anything other than coming home to their family. You know, because they there's that negativity waiting on them, and it only fuels it because it just makes the person at home more upset. So there's just going to be more like you're pulling away more. Why you always never come home, but like, it's just going to be negative, And that's how you end up not making it seven years, you know?
2: Right. That, that, and also too, I think for a lot of, uh, people when both parties do this, but a lot of times men are problem solvers, which is, which is understanding. And women, Express their feelings through talking, and men are like, "Fuck all this talking! Tell me the problem, let me solve it." And that that that's just a different form of communication. And it's like when a woman talk, I don't mean no a whole. A lot of dudes just zone the woman out.
1: Yeah, but that's different than, I mean, yeah, that that could be considered stonewalling. I think right. But, but also, that's a that's different than not wanting. That's different than being critical. That's true. Being being critical is is a whole nother thing. In, like in you can itself, still, yeah. Like not having any kindness in you, not having any ability to to you know talk to someone with reason. You know, I think that's a little bit different.
2: Right. And, 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 and it's just one of those things where <clears throat> every marriage has problems, every marriage has issues, but isn't all in how you address the things because, like, it's like, like, literally, I tell people every marriage is different. And I've seen, you know, the way people talk to their mate. And I'm like, thank God that that's not my husband. You know, I've seen the way some of my uncles talk to their wives and shit like that. And I, I'm looking like a nigga, I would cuss you smack the fuck out. Like, because to, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, that's very, very disrespectful to your mate, the person that you quote, unquote, love and dedicating, and just supposed to spend, you know, the rest of your life with, you know, you know, a lot of times men do this thing, not all of them, but where they want to put base in their voice to quote, unquote, shut their uh significant other down because they don't want to deal with the issue of the problem. When you don't address things, it becomes a bigger problem because things don't go away just because you don't talk about them. All they do is come back and they come back bigger than they were the first time.
1: Right. Um. Yeah, and I, I think communication is a big part of it. But when people talk about communicating, they just think it means talking about an issue. But that's and, but that's not really just communic That is the baseline of communication. But the tone, the kindness, the patience you know that's part of it that never people don't really take into a, a, a account. And a lot of people measure their relationships in like your ability to take how take them being a, a fuck up. Like, hey, I cuss you out sometimes, but hey, that's just That's just how it is, man, and, you know, that's what a relationship is about is Mm -mm. accepting somebody when they do this, but it's like... It's only so long you can ha- hold somebody in contempt and still claim to respect them. Right. And also, a lot of... You know what a conversation is to a lot of male
2: and females? Telling you what the fuck to do. That's not a goddamn conversation. Yeah. A conversation ain't me telling you what to do to make my life easier because I'm t- too self-centered. And I don't want to adjust. And I don't want to change. And I don't want to give up nothing. And I don't want to compromise. And I want to do my own shit. I just want you to accommodate me in everything I'm doing. you in the motherfucking marriage. You're not a alone anymore you're not single so you have to think you have to think and consider another party
1: yeah it's a lot of like what can you do for me right you know and a lot of people's relationships um they also go on to say that uh uh dr gottman has completed 12 studies with three thousand couples the longest couples were followed with for 20 years 67 percent of new parents experience a precipitous drop in couple satisfaction in the first three years of the baby's life Cause people have kids, and you know, kids become the number one priority.
2: Yeah, and and I believe that too. And um, for me, I've, I've um, got with older couples, and men will tell you they was like, "I wasn't mature, I wasn't ready when we had kids. I wish we would have waited. I wish I would have joined my wife." Uh, a lot longer prior to us having children because they'll tell you i got selfish of my own children they was like i know it don't make sense i know it's irrational i know it's illogical but i got selfish because i wanted my wife's attention and she was giving all her undivided attention to uh this child but also on the flip side society teaches women when you have children fuck your husband like, your husband's needs does not matter. His needs matter also, but it's very, very hard to find a balance. But also, And your needs. Right. And also, something else, too, is that when it comes to children, honestly, there's no balance in most households when it comes to children. Men are like, oh, shit, it's, it's an alien. I don't know what the fuck to do with it. And they dance away versus saying, hey, baby, this is new for both of us. Let's go through this process. Men, I mean, pe- people are evolving and changing that, that status quo on on roles in the household. Right. Um, But, you know, you have a generation now that was like, I'll, I'm a stay at home dad. You know, you have more generations like, you know what? I'll take more money and let my wife be the breadwinner. You have households now where it's like, you know what? Um, Men are like, I'll cook, I'll clean, I'll take care of the children, I'll go to daycare, I'll do all these things, I'll get involved, I'll make cupcakes. You also have men that have unrealistic expectations on a woman you want her to cook clean be the mama take care of all the children's needs and you sit there and do nothing all day and then you want her to turn around and fuck you she's exhausted She's had a 16-18 hour day you know and not one time do you and some men do now but 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 a lot of men not one time don't step in and help and assist but then wonder why she does not give you the attention that you need you have to assist her also and also there's a lot of women who kick men out men come wanting to help and as an all fuck you nigga society has told me i'm everything I gotta do it by myself right and and you can't be you know you can't be like that if that's the case be a single parent and that's very hard to do but a lot of times this merit married, married people and the mama
1: might as well be a single parent because she's doing everything uh well speaking of divorce size apparently matters uh for a woman who lives in nigeria according to reports by the nigerian tribune aisha dunapawa married ali i mean yeah ali masonry um after her first marriage failed however she had only been married for one week when she decided to get a divorce um aisha went to court and revealed that she had to dissolve the union because their sex life was a wreck because ali's penis was too big
2: she was like i can't handle this huh? and you think i'm gonna spend the rest of my life getting my uterus banged in nope
1: after the initial sexual encounter, the woman went to her mother who provided her with medication that should have helped ease the discomfort. But after the second try, she said sex was a nightmare because her husband was too much to bear. Um, well, his doctors went up in town, right?
2: Yes, she was like, honey, you can have him.
1: Ali said that he would agree to divorce his wife if she paid him back for the money he spent while courting her before marriage. Yeah, that's what happens when you had a 90-day rule or we can't have sex until marriage. And that's why i would, I don't believe in that shit by the way according to the report the average penis length to, for men is 3.6 inches flaccid and 5.17 inches erect so who knows what his interest was but you know the thing is though um that's why you got fucked before you get married i'm sorry <laughs> that's her fault and he should get his money back um because i guarantee she had with them rules you know, I don't have sex until marriage, even though I've already been married once. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, maybe we should just do it one time to see if it works. I have a pretty big penis. I'm sure I can take it. It'll be fine.
2: And apparently she good.
1: Uh, You know that dress that's white and yellow or black and blue?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, apparently somebody used it for uh, domestic violence uh, advertisement.
2: Oh, Lord, it's going to change colors while you're looking at it?
1: <coughs> the Salvation Army on twitter posted a picture of the a woman in a white and yellow red dress um assuming that's the white and yellow version white,
2: yellow golden yellow something golden white yeah. whatever
1: um and it says why is it so hard to see black and blue and there's a woman in the dress that has obviously been domestically abused really really is that what we're doing now why is it so hard to see black and blue? One in six women are victims. Hashtag stop abuse against women. Hashtag black and blue. Hashtag white and gold. Because that's
2: what
1: everybody's talking about. So they found a way to get to the somehow. I guess you just got to, you got to do what you got to do, man. I, I don't, uh, this is one of those ones where I'm like, uh, um, I don't really, I, like, I don't really see how, why, why you would do it that way but right because there's other ways to get this message out yes and it's a very important message yeah it's almost like trivializing it because the whole right. white and gold black and blue thing was more of a joke you know, correct between that's why i was like well it
2: was a joke and now you came in and you're like you know what fuck your joke we're gonna make it serious
1: yeah um harrison ford got into a a, a crash on a golf course in this plane I was saying about that. Yeah, he's 72 years old. He was injured after a single-engine plane, single plane suffered engine failure and failed to return to the airport around 2.20 p.m. Uh, 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 he was transported to a local hospital. Um, yeah, he like the plane was made in 1942. Oh. He got lacerations and possible bone fractures, but he's alive. Oh,
2: 1942?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, just him. Just about. Uh, first that was,
2: plane seen the Jim Crow laws.
1: Yeah, that plane landed. N- niggas that's why, why I, landed, I never flew that plane. That's why I landed on a golf course because it was the only place I could feel comfortable. Right. Y'all don't let black people in here, do you? Oh,
2: white. I crash here.
1: Well, yeah. Um, he uh, apparently he's battered, but okay. Um, he he also had got hurt on the set of um. On the set of the Star Wars movies. Like, dude just having a bad bad year here. He is seventy two. Yeah, I think he like fractured his ankle on the set of the Star Wars movie.
2: Right. You get old, you do not bounce back as quick, huh? That's why I be trying to take care of myself. Shit, you mess around and bump into something and don't realize you bumped into it. Look like what how the fuck that bruise get there? I don't even know what happened.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm glad he's alive though. But we almost lost you, dog. On some bullshit. Right probably blame chewy for it <laughs> that's what happens when you can't get in that hyperspace you know um method man says fuck the secret route record give it away for free uh the risen one year ago and Forbes, says that basically they were going to create an album that they will only sell to one fan he said the idea that music is art has been something we advocated for years and yet it doesn't receive the same treatment as art in the sense of value of what it is. Especially nowadays when it has been devalued and diminished to almost the point that it has been given away. It has to be given away for free. Um and Method Man said in Double XL Magazine, which apparently is still around, What do you what? mean? Yeah. What do you mean, 88 years? Fuck that album. I'm tired of this shit. I know everybody else is tired of it too. Fuck that album. If, that, if that's what they are doing. I haven't heard anything like that, but if they doing crap like that, fuck that album straight up. I'm just keeping it 100. When music can't be music and y'all turning it into something else, fuck that. Give it to the people. If they want to hear the shit, let them have it. Free, give it away free. I don't give a fuck. That ain't making nobody rich or poor. Give, it the, fuck, give it the fucking music out. Stop playing with the public, man. I was cool with shit, but now this is ridiculous, meth added. Offers for the only copy of the album which is locked inside a silver box have reportedly reached $5 million. And fans uh, are expected to pay 30 to $50 to listen to it at a gallery. The main theme is music being accepted and respected as art and being treated as such, RZA said. If something is rare, it's rare. You cannot get another. So. Mm.
2: Mm, he liked his art and Method Man's like, um... What's the point of being art, right, nigga, if nobody else hears it but the person that bought it? Right.
1: Even with a painting, everyone can see it. Right. I don't know, man. Whatever. That's what y'all want to do. I wasn't looking forward to that album anyway. Mm-mm. So, good luck.
2: Yeah, because the way I'm you know, the way you're hearing it, you're hearing conflicting information about... Uh, the beats and about you know people being out of touch with what's hot in the street and all kinds of shit.
1: Malik Yoba now denies that he outed Jesse, um, the Empire, his Empire co star. Uh, what, uh,
2: what did that interview say? Did you?
1: Yeah, that interview definitely sounded like you said, um, he is gay. <laughs> right. But he's now backtracking when it comes to his statement because the internet dragged him for outing Smollett many people thought Yoba was out of line when it came to discussing something his co-star had refused to discuss in the past. Others really didn't see anything wrong and stated that they always thought he was gay anyway, which is just about as ignorant as outing someone. <laughs> uh, in a statement in USA Today, by the way, that was editorialized. I didn't agree with that. Uh, in a statement for USA Today, Yoba said he was misquoted. I was misquoted in the article. My reference to Jesse was about his character and the storyline on Empire. So, Um, He did not out, Jesse. So Malik Mm -hmm. is going to just go back, put on some lip balm, and continue on. Dr. Ben Carson apologized for his prison sex remarks. First he he said them. Then he said he wasn't talking about it anymore. Now he's saying um, on Facebook that he would like to apologize for remarking that being gay was absolutely a choice saying in a statement that his choice of language does not fully reflect my heart on uh, gay issues. His apology followed an appearance earlier in CNN where he said that a lot of people who go into prison go into prison straight, and when they come out, they're gay, as an explanation for, to demonstrate that being gay is a choice and as a basis for opposing same-sex marriage. He went on to say, I do not pretend to know how every individual came to their sexual orientation. I regret that, I, that my words to express that concept were hurtful and divisive for that i apologize unreservedly to all that were offended some of the brightest minds have looked at this debate and up until this point there have been no definitive studies that people are born into a specific sexuality um so there you go he apologized everybody
3: Mm -hmm. i
1: feel like he's still gonna not talk about it anymore
2: Hmm. What's he gonna do? Cause that ain't gonna go away. Cause gays vote too. I hope he know this. So, their issues and and that's the thing that people have a tendency to, tend to get. This is a demographic that has a lot of voting and power, and you can't not talk about their problems and their issues <clears throat> like you do the black folks, and be like, Uh I don't know what to say. But then, where do you stand? That's what people know. Where do you stand?
1: A couple got caught having sex in uh, uh, a museum's Fifty Shades of Grey exhibit. Oh. A couple hid out in Las Vegas. Fifty snaps is great. What's happening here? Fifty snaps are great? What you yeah, mean? Yeah,
2: they got caught on camera fifty times or more.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, they um, I'll put the gif in uh is is in the uh chat. Um they hid out I'm inside. Of, up all them art. Yep, they hid out inside of Las Vegas Erotic Heritage Museum until after closing on Valentine's Day. And once all the employees had left, proceeded to have sex in every room they could. Ah! The best part is the museum was featuring a tribute to the kink of Fifty Shades of Grey at the time. Uh, they were caught on surveillance video obtained by TMZ. Did, uh, did they
2: think these people weren't going to film their shit?
1: The, the security staff saw the couple on the video feed and called staff members who came back and chased the couple out of the museum. They exited through a back door. So, wow. And this 50 Shades a great thing, man. Like, this is bigger than porn for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know what? You got a lot of people, they not allowed to watch porn even though they grown. Yeah, that's what it seems like, right? Like, mm-hmm. y'all know there's a whole internet full of just free pornography. Free. That y'all could be watching rather than, Re- like, watching risking me. about to damn get go to jail over some motherfucking paintings Uh, like they like they don't even know the goddamn internet exists yeah Yeah, it's not like the book got drawings and paintings in it it's just fucking paintings dog like y'all just y'all were more excited that the name 50 shades of gray got that woman turned on and she was finally ready to fuck like Mm -hmm. that's amazing
2: yeah but a lot of people control their household with no i'm so insecure about myself how dare you bring another Bitch in here, and you got dudes that feel like, my dick is, is enough, how dare you bring a, a a moving penis in here that ain't mine.
1: Yeah, I, This is the results. Yeah, I don't know, man, it just seems very weird that, I don't know, that's just, that's just a very weird thing, that everyone's like, I gotta go to the, stu- to the theater and jack off, I gotta go to the theater, and it's like, just stay home, what's wrong right. with y'all?
2: Right, and go to Pornhub
1: and call it a day. Wow, oh, we had sex in the 50 Shades exhibit. Oh, okay. On Wednesday, an appellate court ruled that a man who burned his face while praying over a plate of fajitas could not sue a New Jersey Applebee's where the face burning reportedly took place.
2: Uh, right. I, I, I agree.
1: Yeah, me too.
2: I agree. That shit is sizzling and it's popping, and they be like, hey, it is hot. That's what they tell your ass, and they set that shit down and so yeah you look i you know what even if they didn't tell you if somebody brings something and as they walk in all you see is smoke and steam and <laughs> i would advise that you not put your fucking face over it
1: yeah you shouldn't be able to sue if, even if if you eat anything apple you shouldn't be able to sue <laughs> the courier reports Hiram yaminas seared his face at the West Hampton, New Jersey chain restaurant in March, 2010, after he bowed his head over the table on which a plate of hot meat had just been placed to pray. According to court documents, Jimenez heard a loud sizzling noise followed by a pop noise and then felt a burning sensation in his left eye and on his face. Jimenez claimed he suffered serious and permanent injuries solely as a result of Applebee's negligence when he came in contact with dangerous and hazardous condition, specifically a plate of hot food. Now, here's the thing. Why didn't he blame God? Because you were praying to him. You were praying to him, and then he and then maybe you were sinning. Okay. Right, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have uh did all that partying the night before. See, he didn't give you the spirit of discernment. See, so if something would told you, hey, don't put
2: my face on. Operate.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, as a trial judge disagreed, as did a two-judge panel who heard Jimenez's appeal of the initial ruling. The restaurant, the ruling stated, did not need to warn your Jimenez against a danger that is open and obvious. Right. Um. So yeah, be careful what you pray over, guys. All right. Um. Get popped in the face. It's not always the restaurant's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha Bee is leaving The Daily Show to host a series on TBS. So that, that makes she sense. won't be hosting The uh, Daily Show. Oh, uh, for those that were worried about it, I think her husband already left. Mm-hmm. He,
2: Jason left, he Jones. left a
1: few years ago. When no, not a few years ago. Oh, he just left recently to go to TBS as well.
2: Oh, okay. I'm thinking about somebody else. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: Jason Jones is her husband, and he's okay. gone. So didn't he leave when she was pregnant? No, he was. He's been there. He was there this year. He was, he's been there constantly you just now that they know that they're not going to be replacing john i think all these people are like well i'm out yeah like, yeah y'all start the show from scratch basically right um let's see what else i want to talk about here oh president obama gave a speech on selma uh yesterday and it was a pretty big deal um and he ba- he didn't just talk about racism in the past and respecting. The people that came up, but he talked about the new people and how racism is still going on and how it's still a problem. Uh, a lot of people I saw seemed to be pretty um. Bonnie, can I hold
5: her?
1: Seemed to be pretty uh excited about the speech, a lot of people were giving them props. I don't know if people were dissing it or not. I'm sure people were cause people always diss everything He said it's always gotta be two you know two ways on it or whatever but me personally you know i didn't see it so uh but uh yeah just i noticed who didn't speak the clintons weren't there uh george w bush was there didn't give a speech correct um you know it's just kind of funny that when it comes to these issues president is still far and beyond What other motherfuckers have anything, even anything to say about it.
2: Right. I bet you, I bet you, uh, if it wasn't for Obama, nobody
1: else probably would have showed up. Yeah. And Netanyahu didn't show up. So Mm. that's disrespect.
0: (laughs) Americans began a march from Selma to Montgomery to demand the right to vote. Among the reporters on the scene was Bill Plant. Bill returned to Selma for the anniversary. 50 years ago, the right to vote didn't apply to black citizens in places like selma and efforts to change that were resisted sometimes violently the attack on demonstrators in selma that became known as bloody sunday shocked the nation
1: the oh now nah, this is just general report i thought it was gonna be about the speech anyway okay um He gave a a speech, a forceful speech in Selma, Alabama, on the 50th anniversary of the brutal repression of the peaceful protests. America's first black president denounced new attempts to restrict voting rights. Um, By the way, there were some Republican people there that were, like, still trying to explain why they were against voting rights. Not the time or the place. Just go your ass home. Right. One dude was like, I still have to, like, look into that. Like, I don't know enough on the issue. You know enough to vote against it, you piece of shit. Right. Uh, anyway, we gather here to celebrate them, he declared, standing on the spot where Alabama state troopers launched an assault on the marchers in the scenes that shocked America. We gather here to honor the courage of ordinary Americans willing to endure billy clubs and the chastening rod, tear gas and the trampling hoof, men and women who, despite the gush of blood and splintered bone, would stay true to their North Star and keep marching towards justice. After the Selma March and others like it, then President Lyndon Johnson passed the Voting Rights Act that sought to prevent racist officials from excluding African Americans from the ballot. That law, Obama said, is again under threat from state governments seeking to tighten voter registration rules in a bid to restrict the, uh, a bid to restrict the, uh, size of the franchise. Mm -hmm. How can that be? He asked, noting that previous Republican presidents Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush, who was present for the speech, had renewed it. 100 members of Congress have come here today to honor people who were willing to die for the right to protect it. If we want to honor this day, let those 100 go back to Washington and gather 400 more and together pledge to make it their mission to restore the law this year. That is how we honor this bridge, he said, in front of a crowd of estimated 40,000 people, more than twice the population of what is still a very poor and mainly black town. After the speech, Obama greeted civil rights veterans, and he and Bush joined a 50-strong group saying keep your eyes on the prize to walk across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, named after Confederate general and Ku Klux Klan leader. What an extraordinary, extraordinary honor this has been, especially to have Sasha and Malia here, Obama told the group, referring to his daughters whom he had cited a member, as members of the generation that must take the struggle forward. The president and his wife, First Lady Michelle Obama, paused halfway across the road bridge to hear Georgia lawmaker Selma Marcher, Congressman John Lewis, describe the events of the day. Honoring the legends in this speech, Obama also addressed recent incidents in which police killings of unarmed black men and teenagers had triggered protests and accusations of deep seated official racism. We just need to open our eyes and ears and hearts to know that this nation's long racial history still casts its long shadow upon us. We know the march is not yet over. the race is not yet won. He said we know that teaching the blessed destination where we are judged by the content of our character requires admitting as much, facing up to the truth on march seventh nineteen sixty five Some six hundred peaceful activists were attacked by police with clubs and tear gas at the bridge. Uh, Obama was introduced by Lewis, a man who he described as a hero, who was a a young man, was one of those assaulted at the bridge as he attempted to march. Uh, We come to Selma to be renewed. We come to be inspired, I mean inspired, Lewis said. Uh, We were beaten tear gas. Some of us left Buddy right here on this bridge. 17 of us were hospitalized that day, but we never became bitter or uh, or hostile. So, um, you know, which is interesting because all this is right off the heels of um, Eric Holder releasing the report on Ferguson, which, I mean, ta da, they're racist, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, no, I don't take any pleasure of being like I told you so on that one, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like every black person will walk around like, yeah, they seem racist. But what I like. Is um my man Eric Holder said it's not just Ferguson.
2: Well, that's why they don't like him. Yeah. That's why they like get that nigga out of here when he gonna retire.
1: It's not just in the afternoon press conference. Uh, Attorney General Eric Holder described Ferguson as a community where local authorities consistently approach law enforcement not as a means for protecting public safety but as a way to generate revenue. Holder said the pressure to keep revenue flowing has generated constitutional violations at nearly every level of Ferguson's law enforcement system including inappropriate use of force like I said man once you monetize racism and oppression and over policing of mostly black communities you create a stream of revenue you can't get off Mm -mm. it's like a drug the money is a drug to the police and the municipalities and the cities that are feeding off of this right like um, we watched a documentary on Freeway Rick Ross, and mm-hmm.
0: this is
2: really good.
1: Yeah, it comes on Al Jazeera America. I think it comes on 10 p.m. every Sunday. Uh, part 2 is airing tonight, uh, March the 8th, but um, it's so funny because in that it starts about, okay, here's how the drug thing started, here's the Iran-Contra affair, blah, 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 and then you get to the real point, which is police started busting these drug dealers and finding copious amounts of cash And they were like, we need to use the cash. Like, basically, the cash gets funneled back to whoever found it. Like, hey, you find $60,000 in in cash, you report it to the government, and the government goes, all right, well, use it to fight more crime. Now the $60,000 is yours to budget and do however you please. And that's where the problem comes in. Because now, every time you bust somebody, you get money, and you start to have initiatives that are, hey, we need to get more money. We need to get more money. That's what it's about. Let's bust these dudes so we can get the money. Get the money, get the money, get the money. And you're addicted to the fucking money. You know, right. and that's, and so you start over policing people. You start busting smaller and smaller things. And now you're like a drug addict. Because you don't yeah. care who gets hurt. You don't care about our community anymore. Nope. You care about the money coming out of it. I don't care about the, all, all the, the fathers,
2: a the whole generation of black fathers that are in jail. Uh, that are still in jail or they get out of jail and can't find a job because the shit sits on their records and nobody wants to hire you if you've been in jail for any goddamn thing nowadays. So, yeah, then people want to act like it's the black community's fault that there's no fathers there when a lot of times you've arrested a lot of them and put them
1: into a system. Right. Um, I mean, but that's all about design. Correct. Always, not even necessarily design. It's all because somebody doesn't care about our community or the our the repercussions of it that you know um Reagan wanted to support his own war so much um that he was willing to throw our community under the bus like you know we could be damned who cares what happens to us
2: because right, in the the end of the day we, we don't matter because the, the the side effect which I learned from that documentary is that uh <coughs> which I think um people should fight and I'm pretty sure there are people fighting to overturn <coughs> this. Once you go to jail and especially if you if if you uh served your time, you served your time and you got out, uh and especially if you were uh locked up for a non violent crime, I think you I think you should be reinstated for, with your right to vote. And a lot of people put like this. Society has tricked people into thinking that everybody that goes to jail deserves it. Everybody that goes to jail broke the law. It's, it's your fault that you went to jail regardless of what happened. Even there's a lot of black people that bind to this to just people in general and be damned your life when you get out. Be damned you getting back into society, finding a job. Be damned. You know, you go get assistance. You can't get assistance because now certain programs actually have you have been convicted of federal. Yes, but then we can't help assist you because you have a criminal background. And so it's just one of these things where just because people go to jail don't always mean that it was right and just for them to be locked up you know we live in society we live in a punishment society punish 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 not rehabilitating not making you a functional person especially if you serve your time that's the thing you serve your time and we live in a country that's de- it's designed to punish you for the rest of your goddamn life as an adult and, and and not only affects you it affects your children your children's children like it's 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 a generational thing that affects a lot of people because the way society has designed this and this is why i for me, just because everybody goes to jail, some people they didn't always do the crime or the circumstances is not always as cut and dry as it's always presented to us at all times.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I think that a lot of the uh a lot of the problem is <clears throat> once you monetize that shit, you just don't care about the repercussions on that community.
2: Yes, and you it, don't
1: care if those people can't vote, if they can't earn money. All they are is a revenue source for you to drop, buy drugs and shit. And, you know, it, like, it's to me, it's more callous if it isn't racist, if it's not based on race, because then it's so, like, you're such a bad person, you just didn't care. But if it's specifically designed to keep black people in a position where they can't get out of it, you know, that's also fucked up.
2: Yeah, and and the thing about it is that for a lot of people, <clears throat> A lot of people that do have freedom, do have rights and can vote. A lot of them have, well, it's not me and keep them fucking criminals away from me and my family. And I well, didn't break the law. So all they have
1: to do is convince you that it can't happen to you, which is why right. I, to me, there's nothing sadder than a black person that believes in like <clears throat> the respectability. If you pull your parents up and mm-hmm. if you drive this kind of car, and if you go to work at this place and you do this, these things won't happen to you. It's because like, no, they poison the whole community. Like you like whether you see yourself as part of the community or not, it doesn't matter in the eyes of law enforcement. They see you as part of the community. Correct. You know, they don't know you're one of the quote unquote good ones when they're pulling you over. Um, So he said once the system is primed for maximizing revenue, starting with fines and fine enforcement, the city relies on the police force to serve essentially as a collection agency for the municipal court rather than a law enforcement entity. Our investigation showed that Ferguson police officers routinely violate the Fourth Amendment in stopping people without reasonable suspicion, arresting them without probable cause, and using unreasonable force against them. <clears throat> exactly, and the thing is, you're gonna do that because do you, know, you need the money and shit? Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: you can't do it to white people.
2: No, no, because like, laws would
1: change. Right? They've already decided. Well, white people have too much power to kind of a protected class if we started raining down on their rights and just violating their rights left and right on like people the right the wrong people quote unquote would start to care the people that can make things change rights, people that are influencers people that have positions of power lobbyists, right all of a sudden they will make things change and we don't want to deal with that so as long as we keep it to just black people and for the most part we never have to worry about backlash correct um so yeah man it's you know Um uh, i appreciate them putting the report out man like i, I, I said too with I,
2: numbers and statistics yeah. and shit like that to let people know that y'all th- this is unproportioned like like come on now
1: yeah so i appreciate that um and there was something else i was gonna say oh two ferguson cops and court clerk lost their jobs over racist emails just to how was
2: that sheriff how's the how's the, the the main dude how does he still have his job the dude that was sweating with the interviews the old white dude with the gray hair who didn't act like he was just shocked by everything i don't
1: know how does he still have his motherfucking job uh captain rick hinkey and sergeant william Mudd resigned on thursday and county clerk mary ann Twitty was fired on wednesday it was not clear whether the three were alleged to be senders or recipients of offensive e- offensive emails they could not be reached for comment the sources said Hickey was associated with an email from 2008 suggesting Barack Obama would not be president for very long because a, because a black man can't hold a job. <coughs> they said Mudd was associated with an email from 2011 suggesting that crime stipers paid a black woman who terminated a pregnancy. Um, so I don't know what Mary Ann Twitty did. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's a start, right? Get rid of Maybe a couple so. of them. Uh, <clears throat> all right, and then we have uh, more breaking news.
2: This sounds some nightly news stuff, but like this, just in. Welcome to the six o'clock nightly
1: news. All oh, right. Shit. <clears throat> uh chris brown's baby mama defends herself against ex-husband's claims. that's right we have more in the chris brown gate guys oh
2: shit what where'd the ex-husband come from oh the, the what
1: um yeah there's a bit a lot of stuff matter of fact let me try to go with chronological okay because
2: I'm, I'm confused now
1: yeah yeah uh the ex-husband of chris brown's baby mama spoke out now she's nia is the baby mama so she you know somehow these pictures of her and the news of her and this baby with chris brown got out on the internet Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so her ex-husband came out um chris brown's the father of a nine-month-old girl the mother is a 31 year old woman by the name of nia up until about a week ago a man named a man named brazil thought that he was the father of the nine-month-old girl named royalty Here's the oh. kicker. When royalty was conceived, Nia was married to another man, and that man was not Brazil. <laughs> now that man What the fuck is happening? That man's name is Terry Amy, who spoke to boss of exclusively and he's spilling some tea. Terry is the father of Nia's 13-year-old daughter, and he says the relationship between Chris and Nia is what led to the couple's divorce. He also says that he and Nia were still married when she got pregnant with royalty, even though royalty was not his and eventually not Brazil's either. Oh, Terry. Amy has called out Chris Brown and says they need to sit down for the sake of Amy's 13 year old daughter with Guzman, Amy and royalties. Uh, a Brown's nine month old with, with the woman. We got to push forward so that, uh, my little girl and his little girl can grow. Amy exclusively told boss I don't know Chris Brown, but in the upcoming days, I need to talk to him. We're sharing something that's important. Our two little girls. Nia Guzman, Amy, who still uses her married name, was just 20 when she married 36-year-old Terry Amy in 2003 in Corpus Christi, Texas. They have a 13-year-old girl. The woman was still married when she had an affair with Chris Brown and when she gave birth to royalty. Amy says he didn't know his ex-wife's involvement with Brown until this week well damn he's already cool with it i wanted just one of those we need to sit down and talk but really it means i want to whoop your ass Did <laughs> you never know i am the missing link he said because of the simple fact that i was married to her when she got pregnant i filed for divorce because nia was pregnant but i never did ask who the father was the 47 year old who said the divorce was finalized five months ago and nia guzman amy now lives in houston with their teen daughter and royalty they are now. They're going up. They're growing up together, and that's her sister. He said, "Amy, a logistics coordinator for an oil and gas company, also blasted another man known on Instagram as royalty underscore yay underscore ba, who claimed that Guzman Amy told him that he was the father. That's the woman. uh Nia said he was the father. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He needs attention. He's an upcoming ra- rapper. I'm not an upcoming anything. I know my family." <laughs> I'm not upcoming anything. Guzman Amy, Nia, last talked to the divorced dad a few days ago, and Amy said that he hasn't spoken yet uh, with her and Chris Brown about father and royalty. If you speak, um if you speak to someone out of anger, you'll say the wrong thing, he told Bossip. You know, he sounds like an old dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell he's he 40 He was already 36. Yeah, you can tell he's 40 something. He's just like, look. Nigga, I'm old. I don't want these problems. Right. All right. These I just want to raise my daughter. Right. I don't want to, you know, I got an ignorant ass nigga in my baby's life now. Um, He told Boston there shouldn't be a fight where children are involved. He also blasted press reports blaming his now ex-wife for breaking up Chris Brown and Cariucci, um, Tran or Cariucci as I like to call it, <laughs> and insisted that uh, Nia was a good mother to his daughter and to royalty nia's not like that amy said she's a wonderful mother and what she does in her spare time that's her spare time despite Gooseman amy's infamy and them splitting up amy told boss boss that he has no regret i'm grateful for meeting her at the end of the day he's got a beautiful little girl i've got a beautiful little girl um say what you want terry oh this is editorializing say what you want terry but if what you're saying is true great woman or not she's still a hoe Oh, Lord. Two men fathering one child and neither of those men being the one she's married to. His whole behavior Hoes can be great women, too. We got some comments. Should we read them?
2: Yeah, might as well.
1: Moving in silence says, what does he need to talk to Chris if he's divorced from her? Take care of her, your kid and move on. Another question. Is that Terry in the pic? Hey, Terry. So I guess uh, somebody thinks Terry is an attractive man in this picture. Um, that's moving in silence. I'll put the picture in the chat so you guys can see for yourselves. Like, did I do that right? Try this again. God damn it. Oh, now I fucked up. Shit. (laughs) Hold on, let me go back in there.
2: Oh, no problem.
1: Accidentally kicked myself out. Sure, everybody's freaking out. My bad, guys. Accidentally kicked myself out of the chat. Didn't mean to do (laughs) that. Here's a picture of, uh, him and, uh, the newest girl and the, and the, and the wife. Uh, Um, so yeah, Brazil says not really surprised by this considering all the things that have come out about her continues to sip tea thought alert spills tea says V I'm confused by him and Chris need to talk neither him or Chris are with her said beautiful Brownie. Double D D says, LOL at hoes could be great women too. Nia must have it going on if even her ex doesn't have anything negative to say about her, even after she had a child on him. I also, also unlike most women, she has kept her mouth shut for a while. I I wonder if some hush money is involved. Brazil says, hmm, at D didn't even think of that. Those coins will keep them thoughts on mute. Oh Lord. So Luscious says, I'm not sure if this was ever mentioned, but Chris did Chris take a DNA test to establish paternity? Terrell Jones says, I don't even blame her for playing her husband or Chris Brown because men will wife a woman just because she's fine and won't really care if she's about something with her own thing going on. She left a short thing for a fling. Sad face.
2: Oh, sad
1: face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chris Brown's baby mama defends herself against ex-husband's claims. Well, apparently Nia, Chris Brown's mother, uh Chris Brown's alleged baby mother, is not happy about her ex-husband speaking on their relationship. To read what he said, click here. Uh Minutes after we reposted the story on Instagram, Nia took the baller alert's Instagram comments to defend her name against Terry and Brazil. Oh, they be paying baller load attention. The man who originally said he was a father. Well, if you fucking Chris Brown, you probably need to pay She probably submitted the story. Oh, my that that, that story, I didn't hear no comments mention that story, you think we read the ball alert when Chris got her pregnant not only is she displeased with the men in her life she claims her ex-husband is a liar in case you miss what's going on and don't want to sift through a thousand Instagram comments thank God for technology and the gift of the stream read what Nia says below Ben left my husband six years, leave my mother and sister out of this, says Zilla uh, in Brazil, he's a scammer ass nigga trying to capitalize, uh, bitch ass niggas. And I been had custody of my been had my daughter full custody, and I was 16. He lied about his age. He was my first love. I married him. He was 31 years old. Told me he was young as fuck. Bum ass niggas trying to be put on behind a baby. Uh Tough. She put. He had he can sit his dusty ass down, him, and Bob. I need to come up. I got my education, dumb MFs. Oh, I need no come up. Okay. I'm assuming that the arrangement she allegedly has with Chris does not allow her to publicly name him as the father, but these comments are pretty telling. She's clearly not here for the men in her life using her infant to get fame. Before you ask, yes, that's Nia's real page. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Brazil says, sips tea, child yeah <clears throat> a lot of tea sipping going on today ain't it though i need to sip some of my tea matter of fact do you need some more you okay Mm-mm. i still got plenty of tea in here <clears throat> i just spilled a little bit uh coco b says lord this is too much i'm sorry but she sounds like a bird shaking my head good luck chris nicole says damn chick right please write in english please Terrell Jones said she wanted to be with the baller and here's what you get when you're with one. A lot of people in your business because they wish they were you. She should get used to the slander and opinions because they'll be coming from everywhere, from everybody. This is just the beginning because TMZ is about to go through her whole biography. Her first husband sounds like he got when she was young and now she just wants to party and become a Chris Brown party favor. She is too, Sandy Cheek says she is too old for this foolishness. Shell Yisrael says, "Yes, yeah, she does sound like a bird." And Marcy says, "She got her education, okay, girl." LOL. Damn. Um. Well, there's, there's more. Okay. Baller mail. How Kakarot found out about Chris Brown's baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sit down and gather round for this tea. Now that karutik trend. Has called it quits uh, with Chris Brown. Everyone is speculating about how long she's known about his baby. Truth is, she learned about it not long before the public uh, did. Mm. Uh, disclaimer, bottle mails are submitted by our readers and are protected by the federal statute, 47 U.S.C. 230. com cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. The federal statute, damn, bottle alert. Oh, but I be doing that. Look, we is not getting sued. A few days ago, before all of this drama became public, uh, K- Carrot Cake tweeted, Y'all know Ania? This is around the same time that, uh, K- Kamehameha found out about the baby. Here's what happened. Kaleidoscope was supposed to go on the road with Chris for a few dates. Chris's road manager, Sent Kakarot Nia's itinerary by accident. Oh! Oh! Oh. She was like, um, what the fuck is this? Bro, what? She asked him who Nia was, and I don't know what was said between Nia and the road manager. I just know she thought Chris was cheating on her again and didn't end up going on the rest of the tour. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, that was, uh... That was actually on the uh the twenty seventh of February that she asked that question. Y'all know Ania. Uh
2: yep. Whoever sent her that is
1: officially fired. Then she deleted her tweet. Um Wow. They ain't got no job no more. She asked about it three days ago. Three days before the news came out. I guess that tweet was her way of letting Chris know that she had heard about him and that she's been waiting for him at the door. When Chris and Tiger were doing their radio runs in New York towards the beginning of the tour, Chris said Kmart was right there on the bus. Mm. That was around Valentine's day. This all supposedly went down a week or two before a week or two later. wait a week or two later. Um, Steph Curiucci train. Uh, y'all know, she tweeted, Y'all know a Nia on Friday, and by Saturday, Nia's friends were spilling her tea in Houston. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. was like, Yeah, we
2: know who she
1: is.
2: Mm hmm. Uh,
1: there's more, too. Apparently, this Nia girl is good friends with Christina Mil- Milian.
2: Uh
1: oh. I'm assuming, due to her affiliation with Rap a and Christina's previous relationship with Jay J Prince, Christina has a few photos of she and Nia out partying together. There's also a few photos of Christina, Nia, Chris, and Curry Chicken in the train uh partying as well. This is all this all ties between in between uh because Christina and uh Carrie Carrie um are our friends too. Damn. And they got pictures of them all hanging out together.
2: Hmm
1: it gets better a paternity test may have not all
2: better
1: mm-hmm, may have already confirmed who the real father of the nine months old according to a man who raised a girl a dna test was done and there's no way he could be the dad the devastated father posted a response response on the uh, results on instagram oh
2: shit he and that's post- that
1: brazil dude that, that that she's saying is not related in any way right um and then we got comments messy drama messy celebrity drama says selena V says, choking on this tea, honey. Shaking my head. Not choking on it. V love her some tea, don't she? Beautiful Brownie says, poor guy. Kimber says, when was it confirmed that Chris was the father? Moving the silence says, ooh, child. <laughs> Nicole says, just like they say about females, these guys are here for everybody too. <laughs> yeah, sounds mm-hmm. like Chris Brown is not loyal. Mm-mm. Brazil says, so, so over, uh, karma chameleon and chris and chris messy sloppy behavior wait nine months to figure out who your child father is uh let some other dude claim your kid without being woman enough to be sure that's a damn shame Raw dogging with two people at or, or around the same time this story annoys me shaking my head if i was Krakatoa, i would go ah! i would go for it that's she put that for real i didn't even have to change it Tony put that tawny baby I would go for everybody. She was just on the Christina Milian Time Filling Show. Damn. So so Luscious says, hot ass mess. So she is not a fan of Chris Brown and his fuckery. Apparently not. Let's see, more comments. Uh, MISW says, I'm shocked that the baby is not his she looks like she looks just like him in my opinion where stranger things have happened sad situation for the baby fatty says the way chris is moving i'm surprised there aren't more of his children running around truthfully anyone messing with his psychopath with this psychopath is asking for trouble sugar bear says nia and chris needed their ass need their ass work and nia needs to learn how to take breaks in between dicks i hope karuchi Tran leaves for good this time Damn. People, uh, people got rooting interest in this. Uh, there's new developments in the Love Child saga, by the way. Oh, Lord. That's right, can. The news continues to go on. Apparently so. Oh, no. Chris Brown, Royalty Gate. Um, So, first things first, Nia is definitely a former model. She's from Houston, Texas, a part of the rap family. They have a photo of Jay Prince Jr. holding her daughter below. First things first, I mean, is Chris Brown the father? We don't know that yet. What we do know is that Nia has been telling friends that he is, despite the fact that another man has been raising her daughter. The man that thought he was the father moderates an Instagram page for the child. Prior to all of this coming out, the loving father would post photos of he and their daughter napping. At doctor's visits, etc. Pretty obvious he's an active father. Once the news broke, he took the social media to pour his heart out. So now they've had time to look into it. Shout out to the people over at Ball Alert, because, you know, they do the research. Right, they be on it. Them and TNZ be knowing. They Instagram CSI. Of this right. Motherfucker.
2: They was like, we will find that shit.
1: Royalty underscore yay underscore by. So they got, it says Chris, so he posted a screenshot of it Said Chris Brown is the father of a 9-month-old baby girl. And he said, the saddest day of my life. This little girl meant the world to me. I've been there through everything I was told this was my child. How can this be happening? A man just steps in and takes over what I built, what I live for. I dedicated my whole life to this family. Now everything is gone at TMZ at ball alert. Why did this happen to me? He asking them. Nigga, you the one that's fucking not down. He asked them like they God. Why? why? Why TMZ underscore TV and ball alert? Why? Mm. I'm going to go on Instagram and put bees on his profile. <laughs> uh, why did this happen to me? Now I lost my little girl for good. Finally, a photo TMZ used above is not of Nia and her daughter uh, and her daughter. It's of Nia's older daughter, and her nine month old. She alleges is Chris's. Um, so then they got a bunch of pictures of the dude with the baby yeah precious uh baby jay and prince jr update what does chris brown's long time on again off again on again girlfriend have to say about the baby she just found out about listen one can only take so much the best of luck to chris and his family no baby mama drama for me with a baby emoji Mm -hmm. she looks
2: more like box she'll be back next week
1: (laughs) she looks more like crayola than she does chris says just me moving this silence as beautiful babies whoever she is at just me the fact that you can spell that chick's name points uh, B- uh brazil says i think the baby looks like dude that's been raising her and i hate to see men that want to participate in raising kids because there are so many that don't go through situations like this yeah that's why you don't watch more. Uh Sean says Yeah, wouldn't there rumors about her being pregnant by him at one period of time? Who? Oh Cracker Jack box. I I don't know if she was pregnant or not, Karen. Okay. Uh Chris finna have uh Caruchi babysitting now. Then she can say she really has a job, says Sean. Ink says, Beautiful little girl. I'm not believing this until Chris acknowledges her as his child. Lemon drop pop says that baby looks Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) oh lord if that first man thought that baby that that was his baby he a fool men like this should be able to take women to court with all these sorry daddies running around here with this chick ended up with a good man and fucked him over sad 11a says jeans are crazy so i can't go out the fact she doesn't look black a good friend of mine baby a tumblr famous instagram famous baby looks 100 percent mexican and my baby i mean my friend her mother is dark as i am bad girl c says you write about uh that you write about that people fail to understand black babies can come out with light skin and green eyes i have two brown skin parents it depends on your family traits that baby may look like the grandmother you never know Oh Lord. beautiful brownie says you definitely can't buy looks she says the same line every time only uh one can only take so much blah 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 and be back in love the following week i think she needs to quit speaking publicly Uh, about their relationship then she won't look as bad poor thing and they are really harassing her on instagram with the baby emoji on every pic (laughs) oh why do people like why do people hate kairiuchi so much says so nasty and so rude well your name is so nasty so rude and people act so surprised like everybody doesn't know how Chris gets down. I'm so sick of him and Karauchi being in the media every single week. I'm starting to think Chris Jenner is their part-time manager or something. They she both, might be. They both need to go somewhere and have a seat. I'm so sick of hearing about them. Sigh. As the Chris Brown and Karauchi turns, it never ends with them.
2: She might be. You know, Jenner. bullshit She about making that money.
1: Uh, so Luscious says Chris is just so gross now. V says, shaking my head. All I can say is that maybe Breezy will bring some fashion sense and enjoyment to the child's life along with monies along with his monies. Br- hashtag drama. Karuchi should have been gone. She kept looking the other way right. and something had finally happened that she can't ignore. I only feel bad for the child and the guy who thought he was the father. People need to use protection. Selena says, sorry, but I'm, I would I would a woman deliberately, lie about who the who's the father of her child when she wasn't being sued if she doesn't know then say it no one's emotions should be played with and the internet has no chat chill man this is man let's, is there any more of these oh yeah there's another one yeah we mm-hmm. might as well cover them all chris brown to baby mama you blabbed and now you're gonna pay tmz is reporting this one Chris Brown is headed to family court where his baby mom is now in danger of raking in a lot less in child support because of her big mouth. Mm. Sources connected with Brown tell TMZ, the singer didn't know he was the father of a nine month old royalty until last month when Nia Guzman dropped the news. Oh, now she got a different last name. We're told Chris quickly made a deal with her where he would pay monthly child support. Our sources say Chris is forking out substantially more than he'd be required to pay if a judge ordered former child support. There's a scale on how much a parent pays, based largely on income. We're told Chris upped that amount in return, demanded that she keep her lips sealed. We now we know Chris now believes Nia has been leaking stories and talking about their relationship. As a result, our sources say his lawyers are now preparing legal docs in which we, he will ask a judge for an order requiring him to pay child support. It sounds strange, but he'll pay less now, less than he does now.
2: Mm-hmm, that's her fault.
1: Yep, she wanted to be. She want
2: well, everybody to
1: know. Although it's I mean if she has some other nigga raising the baby, like, you know, you almost gotta tell somebody.
2: Mr.
1: You know, like what do you do? Just let this nigga raise Chris Brown's baby forever. Um all right. Let's uh should we do fucking with black people? Did we have uh stories that fucked with us at all today? No no every time we talk about forkers and I fuck with, you, but I mean that's up to you. Uh alright, I guess we do a couple. You know, this is what the people really want um what is my with black people music wait why did they move this what my shit this shit is in alphabetical order now no <laughs> I did not put this in alphabetical order um
2: okay is this it but is this something up there you click on and it rearranges it
1: yeah I think so let me okay see if this fixed it all right We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game. And we all hate to hate to hate to play. It's fucking with black people. When we go around the world reading articles and signing scores from zero to a 100 and how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. A pro KKK billboard goes up in Selma. This is not for Krispy Kreme Club. Well, then, boo them!
2: You know, um, goddamn donuts. What are we talking about?
1: There was a billboard honoring the founder of um, the KKK set up in Selma um, to uh, on about the, uh, the Selma Bridge on the anniversary.
2: Yeah, if uh, if there's no donuts at the meetings, you're just racist. So, no, thank you.
1: Yep. Um, well, they may have donuts at KKK means. I don't know if they don't. They might. You know, maybe they do. Um, well, at least be racist and delicious. Goddamn,
2: you're just racist. <laughs> uh.
1: So, yeah, it had the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, recently, it was recently erected within the site of the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama, where President Obama will be speaking, or will, was speaking, so, uh, what would you get this one, Karen? What
2: kind of question
1: is that? I will give it a 100
2: Mm-hmm. You I'm know. I'm just mad they had no donuts, so yes, you get a hundred.
1: Who lets you buy a KKK billboard? That, check into that dude. Right. Who's selling the billboard space that much, you know? Can I put, like, a big black dick on there, too, next week? I mean,
2: I mean, I mean, I mean, do you need that hundred dollars a day that bad?
1: How much it costs for Bill boy. Yep. A New Jersey deli owner apologized and agreed to take down a sign celebrating White History Month. <coughs> I thought that was every month. Jim Bogus. Well, he sounds like he's bogus. You know what I'm saying? Owner of Jimbo's deli posted the hand-lettered sign which read, Celebrate your white heritage in March. White History Month. First of all, it's Women's History Month, piece of shit. The biracial customer, Bak- Bakhti Curtis, was offended and asked the owner to remove the sign. But Bogus initially refused. I love everybody and everybody should celebrate what they are, Bogus said. I shouldn't have to feel bad about being white. <sighs> Come on, man. Nobody's making you feel feel bad about being white. Curtis contacted Flemington police who said the business owner had not broken any laws at the sign. He said officers later threatened him with an arrest when he ran into them at another restaurant and asked about the case. I'm big and black and have a loud voice, but that's not against the law. Curtis said, he said the T in the word white was initially lowercase and resembled a Ku Klux Klan cross, but the let Oh, really? So everything else was capital, but the letter was letter changed to, uppercase after curtis complained wow
2: right and this piece of shit right you think the initial person probably seen that was like hey i I don't mind but yeah dog you can't be doing this
1: he was fucked up bogus said "Passersby by photographed the sign and he said many of them gave him a thumbs up as they did he said the only racial discrimination going on was about people objecting to the sign because i'm white Curtis said he received threats and abusive comments after local media reported on the sign. A newspaper reporter said he received an email about his Jewish-sounding name. Bogus removed the sign Thursday morning, saying that some people had twisted the meaning of his display, which came after February 28th day celebration of Black History Month. I never meant it to be for it to be a black and white thing. I only meant for it to be a white thing.
2: How ignorant is that?
1: Right. White History Month.
2: That's every month of the motherfucking year,
1: right? Which has to come right after Black History Month, of course, of course. And let's lowercase the T to look like a cross. Okay. Uh, what do you get that one, Karen? A hundred. A hundred. All right, I'll give it a hundred as well. Uh, let's see what else we got here. U.S. slavery simulation game draws criticism for making oppression fun. That's right. There's a game, a computer game where you can simulate the experiences of a slave girl in the 19th century. It sparked outrage across the country. Critics believe the game doesn't depict the true brutality of slavery and students should love should look to other resources to learn about it. The educational learning program in question is called Flight to Freedom and chronicles the experiences of a 14 year old black slave named Lucy King. Who works on a slave plantation in Kentucky? Users have to try to help her escape to the north of the country where slavery has been abolished. Upon learning about the game, after she received an email recommending its use to coincide with Black History Month, where Franz Davis, who is an instructional technology specialist for schools, took to social media to vent her disgust. You would like to be a slave? The idea that a game could give a person a sense of what it felt like to fear for your life, to know everything that could possibly happen to you, which could be a rape beating death mutilation or pros- or is pro- preposterous. She told, uh, she told RT.com. She believes that games are not the correct way to teach the true atrocities and hardships faced by slaves and says, rather than trying to make slavery fun, children will be better off reading about it, uh, or speaking with those who have connections to it. It ge- it's geared to, uh, Wait, it's geared for fifth to eighth grade students under the guise that students can only learn if it's fun, if they can win points. That is not the case. You can have rich conversations with students. You can get them to dig into primary sources and research and get them to speak to people who have have connections to that point in history without going down through this watered down look at history. Davis added. Right. Yeah, I agree. The game has been available for use for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm, go ahead. Sorry, Just fucking points.
2: The game. Word.
1: Yeah. You get achievement unlocked. Right. You got raped. Achievement unlocked. Right. You got light skin baby achievement. Right. The game has been available for use for a number of years and has rec- received positive reviews from teachers and parents. Kid tech columnist for USA Today said it was realistic, brilliant, ingenious, and fascinating.
2: Well, I ask you this. Let's say they had a Holocaust game exactly like this. That shit would get sucked down. So That's fuck point.
1: you. That's a great point.
2: Fuck you. People would be in a goddamn outrage and uproar. Mm-hmm. If you would be like uh, a thousand Jews in the gas chamber, achievement unlocked. They right. would fucking burn that fucker down. So I
1: know, no. Yeah, you couldn't have. Uh, um, what was the girl who was in the attic? Um, Anne Frank. Yeah, you couldn't have Anne Frank the game. You couldn't do right. it. Right. People would fucking you couldn't, lose their you, shit.
2: You you couldn't get the bonus points because you got
1: one part of her diary done. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh so what would you give this one, Karen? Oh, this is a hundred. A hundred. That's right, guys. Another hundred. That's three hundreds in a row. Don't forget you guys definitely missed this segment of the show. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you guys say, "Why don't y'all do it anymore?" Because,
2: because uh-huh. sometimes we cut. Honestly, y'all. Sometimes we cover articles, and I'm just fucked with. It. Like, you know, I've had like, like my 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 fuck it with measure has tipped, and once it get to that point, I'm mm, mm,
1: too much today. The Roswell Daily Record newspaper in New Mexico posted a cartoon on its Facebook page on Monday that appeared to tell blacks and Latinos to leave the state. What state is this? Arizona. <laughs>
2: Man, Arizona's like, if you ain't white, get the fuck up out of here. Arizona's like, we do not. You know, and, and the months of people talk about the South, the Arizona's like, we're in the middle of the fucking state. Fuck them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mine that's a jacket on the elephant Twenty thousand Nicky Nicky bubbles in the corner of the south block, but they cover California. Population is none. In a desert sun, with a gun, track and running things under his thumb. Staying hard at the post cost. Isn't it odd and unique? Swing people smile while in a 120
1: of degrees. Yeah, so these motherfuckers made a cartoon that says Ron Wa Roswell's suggestion. On one side it says, Cesar Chavez Home and National Monument, 100, uh, 811 miles west. The other one says, Martin Luther King, Birth Home and National Historic Site, 1,272 miles east. And then they got two birds on it says, what this town really needs is a Larry Bird Boulevard. And then the bird says, yeah. Uh, and at the end it says, to clear up any confusion about where some people should go.
2: Yeah, so they don't want any brown people there. They've made it crystal clear. They keep passing these re- goddamn ridiculous laws and people have to have photo idea of where they go. They're running people out the state like crazy. Well, then don't turn around and cry to me when you're like, well, ain't nobody here to pick the crops. Nope, because you ran there by the way. You have whole towns now who uh built a whole... Um, city around people coming to eat people commuting people riding. It's just dead now because you ran about the city or else people are in their home they don't want to come out because they don't want to constantly get harassed even if they are here legally even if they were born and raised it are like i don't have time to deal with
1: this bullshit i just stay at home all day well black people were born and raised there legally they're telling them to get the fuck out too right right so, so it's, it's not even period. about that it's not even about commerce though it's not about how much money you can make off of us it's about our fucking humanity. True. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Um, on Thursday, the paper offered a defense of the cartoon in a comment on his Facebook page saying it, was meant, it wasn't it was meant to be racist. It was, in fact, a nod to, to the fact that the renaming streets is mostly considered superfluous. We certainly did not imagine that it would be interpreted as wanting people to leave our town permanently. The, the- cartoonist meant that if we are going to have honorary street signs, the individuals named on those signs should have connections to Roswell. Mm-mm-mm. Kiss my ass. Nope. Yeah. Not Larry, that. What, what what connection does Larry Bird have? He's not even from there, is he? Yeah, no. Okay. He's from Indiana. Okay, then. Mm-mm. The intent was just as Larry Bird has no connection to Roswell, neither do MLK or Cesar Chavez. The cartoonist meant that if we are going to have honorary street signs, the individuals named on those signs should have connections to Roswell the intent of the cartoon was that the idea of renaming streets and Israel eyes is mostly considered superfluous yeah okay
0: when the blind get a mind better stop fearing while we sing it now there will be the bait. We know who's down and who will go 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 by the time I get to Arizona zona. by the time I get to Arizona
1: Fox News, America is behind because science class wastes time on the to time on the waste time on the black lack of black physicists. blah blah. That's oh, right.
2: What are we talking about?
1: We would have we would be ahead in science if we weren't wasting time on the lack of black physicists. Not that
2: we don't give a fuck about science, right? Not not the fact that our country fights against global warming our country says the most ignorant and most unintelligent shit and have other countries and their
1: part not our country their party right their party is anti-fucking science mm-hmm. fox news the people that watch fox news don't believe in global warming mm-hmm. but the reason we're behind is because social justice is being caught in physics class guys that's why not because these stupid motherfuckers wouldn't listen because the unfortunately the science lesson didn't come from the goddamn bible which apparently that's where you can get it from now if you write it in the Bible cool we'll listen but since global warming ain't in the bible evolution ain't in the bible i'm just gonna not believe in it fuck you man
5: well this probably wasn't on the syllabus in your high school physics class a seattle teacher came up with new six-day curriculum that includes lessons on white privilege he says it will prepare students for institutional racism and social justice so what does that have to do with physics exactly joining us now is Catherine tim of the national review thanks for being here by the way
1: this segment is called the trouble with schools
5: (laughs) Interesting case series, really. He wanted; he was concerned the students quote weren't learning about their own privilege. Right, so exactly. So he decided to do
6: a little digging himself. Right, exactly. It's not an open mic night in these classrooms. You don't get to decide. You can talk about anything you want to these these students. It has to be about what your class is. Physics class, you talk about physics. Really, is that simple? Well, so here's what he was
5: asking the students, which has a lot of people riled up. Students were asked to take a pre-evaluation of curriculum and answer these questions. Do you believe or not believe, which is what they were asked to answer. Do you believe or not believe American society fits my definition of racist? Okay, I'm not sure what that has to do with physics. Uh, do you believe or not believe people born white tend to have a set of advantages over those born black? And, do you believe...
1: By the way, if if this was taught in class, like say this was just a, a class that they had, none of these people would let their kids be in it. They would object to this content no matter where it presented itself. No matter where. That's why they don't want, they don't, like, the reason they say they don't even want African American, Latino American, Native American studies classes is because they go, well, what about the white kids? They might feel bad about themselves when they found out, you know, what their ancestors have done and that white people haven't always been the best, greatest people on the earth
5: or not believe that i have consistently
6: benefited from unearned privilege in my life right physics class physics class again he said he was jealous that all the other teachers got to talk about society english history then he also said they're not learning about it which one is it they clearly are you just said you were jealous of all the other teachers i don't know what this is really about i guess it's just pause it pause
2: it so his thing was like you have these other teachers talking about shit that ain't got nothing to do with physics but as long as the shit you approve of this off the topic of science it's okay but when i bring what i want to in here it becomes a problem
1: Right? yep yep
6: wants to talk about it but you know what we're consistently behind science and math of other developed countries in high school maybe it's because physics teachers aren't teaching physics in classes well yeah and they're they're asking things like this
1: uh, first of all, this is a brand. This is news because it's the first and only time this has happened. So, how will we be behind in science, like we have been for the past, say, I don't know, fifty years? Mm-hmm. But that would only manifest itself because this one teacher did this shit today. You stupid.
5: The part of their pre project homework was learn about the pre 1950s and modern black physicists, uh, Peggy McIntosh's white privilege, and then listen to McIlmore.
6: Listen to McIlmore. So that was all listed there.
5: We did reach out to the university. University, I'm sorry, the high school, university prep statement says this we are fully aware and support Mr. Rifkins, that's the teacher's work, with his students as part of our commitment to provide our students an education that helps them grow into socially responsible, intellectually courageous citizens of the world. Your
6: thoughts before we go? How about teaching them physics in physics class? Because you do need that too especially to go on to college.
5: How pervasive do you think that this type of application of teaching, be it physics or anything else, is going on in schools oh, right now?
6: very much so, because the whole reason this even came to light is because another physics teacher featured it on his blog, had him write a post saying, this is great, and there's been a great response to it. People just love it. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of it, believe it or not. Yeah, I'm not sure
5: <laughs> all, all love it, especially the students. No, Thank no. you so much, Captain Tim. We appreciate you being here. Now this coming up, yeah. just when-
2: for, And for me, it makes sense that... I guess, like this. To me, asking these questions makes sense because if you're going to talk about physics and you don't go through the history of it, you're going to ta- start talking about people who contributed and made a difference, and they all weren't white. <laughs> so he wants to know how do you feel about these things. Some when we bring these things up, he knows how to address the class. And it's just one of these things where this is very, very frustrating When you talk to people who has never been oppressed at all in their lives and they've never had to look at things from society as them not being the dominant society. So they don't understand when people ask these questions, they're like, well, I didn't benefit from it. But you do. Directly, and indirectly, you do. And I'm not mad. That's just the way society is. And I think for the fact that if you bring up, White privilege a lot of white people instantly get offended and it's hard to get past that point and that's why when people say they want to talk about race you don't really want to talk about race you just want me to shut the fuck up so you don't feel bad i know and you know that you person white person right here i'm speaking with didn't have anything to do with slavery but you benefit from it you benefit from laws that were designed you, you benefit from these things and you telling me that you don't benefit from it that's you denying the fact that that these issues really exist so how can we talk about something when you don't even want to acknowledge the fact that these issues really exist and that becomes a problem from the beginning and that's why people say they want to talk about race you really don't want to talk about race because if you talk about race you have to talk about from the fact that you benefit from society and the way society is designed you benefit from it because of your race that means you have to acknowledge that another group does not benefit from it because of their race
1: Republican Mississippi State Representative Gene Alday asserted on Monday that he had been taken out of context by a local paper that published his remarks saying that all blacks in his district get, get welfare crazy checks because they do not work. In a Sunday article, the Clarion Ledger's uh, Jerry Mitchell reported that all Day had recently linked his opposition to increased education funding to social welfare programs. I came from a town where all the blacks are getting food stamps, And what I call welfare crazy checks, he declared. Uh
2: They handed out money left or right.
1: They don't work. He said that he once needed to go to the emergency room and like, like to die because African Americans were in front of him. I laid in there. Uh I laid in there for hours because they were in there being treated for gunshots. He said. (laughs) Ha,
3: (laughs) ha,
1: ha. (laughs) all day told the clarion ledger that he's not racist and he never would have made the remarks of the reporter if he knew they were going to be published what the fuck did he think in fact he said that mitchell should have known that the comments were off the record by his way of talking it was late at night and he called me he asked me a question back to when i was in law enforcement i have a way of talking and saying take this off the record yeah it's true that most blacks in my hometown i own welfare, he continued, but they're good people. I don't have anything against anybody. I'm a straight up guy.
2: Mm-mm. In my
1: little town, they had their they had little civil rights walks and I was with them and I'm with everybody.
2: Not a little civil rights walks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little adorable civil rights walks. Oh, ain't that so cute? Y'all want them rides maybe they, oh Maybe they got attacked with water pistols and puppies. Apparently so. It was cute. It was a cold, cute event. But that explanation doesn't seem to go. To be enough to get Mississippi Republican back on his side, Representative All Day is solely right, responsible. You can't for, be like this. Yep, Representative All Day is solely responsible for his remarks. Governor Phil Bryant said, "I strongly reject his comments condemning any Mississippian because of their race. Those days are long past." Um, yeah, what do you think this is, Selma, when the KKK put up a sign? Uh, I'm assuming 100. 100- I'm racist, but I ain't that racist. 100. Mm-hmm. 100 for representative gene all day Mm -hmm. and 100 for the trouble with uh schools oh yeah everybody gets 100 today you know giving out hundreds um i guess people are probably ready to move to the next segment i'm assuming Mm -hmm.
2: mm-hmm all right i've been fucked with let's go to guess
1: the race to him Oh, oh um yes don't we need to do a second piece a second piece of what bevel yeah yeah okay. yeah at the guest race, yeah forget oh, the start of the guest race
2: okay cool okay i know i messed it up
1: my bad <sighs> anyway Be sure forget. now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time but buff. That's right. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. And today's Guess the Race is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Uh, Bevel, uh, speaking of which, we, uh, was sponsored by them. I gotta say, going on about I don't know a month ago or so a month mm-hmm. and a half ago mm-hmm. and I tweeted this out cause it's true a couple of weeks ago. I never stopped using the product like they gave us <laughs> this uh, and our code was only good for about two or three weeks. Uh, so the code was over and I still tweeted out like, man, I've been shaving with bevel. My skin is still smooth. It's still clear. Mm-hmm. I still haven't had one razor bump. Um, this is an outstanding product. I'm so glad that they sent it to us, and I actually tweeted like I'm not getting paid for this right now. Well, now I am, and I and I and it feels good to be able to pitch a product that we believe in. Yes, because uh, I feel like a lot of people had to go out and lie, be like I love such and such, and it's like you don't love that. But I do love my Bevel Razor and the whole kit. Um. And like I said, smooth shade. Yeah, it's slick
2: looking. It's mm-hmm. it's very uh high quality and I and I like it. The the razor has a weight to it. And also our skin is very sensitive. As much as, you know, people don't want to say it, black skin is sensitive and honestly, if you can get shit to work for our skin, you can get shit to work for anybody's skin.
1: Yeah, black people have the drake of skin. Yes, we do. And I our sh- shit dries out, our shit's oily, I should you it know. It cries when it, the girl don't call it back. Yeah, apparently it does. It tries to break you up. Um, but nah, it's, 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 it's really high quality stuff. It comes it the, the starter kit starts with a safety, has a safety razor, shaving brush, blades, priming oil, shaving cream, and a cool restoring balm, which is like my favorite. You put it on afterwards. It tingles your skin a little bit. You smell good all day. Mm-hmm. Um And, it, and, it, you know, and any irritation or whatever, it takes care of that. Um So make sure that you guys uh check out Bevel. Getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. You get twenty percent off if you use code T B G W T uh for your first month. So you get twenty percent off for that. Getbevel dot com, like I said, I still use it. I I use it for free. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I am like Matthew McConaughey in that commercial where it's like I was driving this car for they paid me. Well, I was Shaving with bevel when they didn't even pay me because it's that good,
2: right? And we, I want to tell everybody out there if you missed the first go around, now's your chance. And for some of you, it's time to renew, so go ahead and get up on this. So, <laughs> if we thank everybody for letting them know that you buy the product and continue to let them know that you
1: buy the product and you support them, yep, birthdays, all that stuff, guys. Um, all right, let's do this fucking with black people. Let's see, here's one <coughs> a woman came home to her house being burglarized and the getaway car was in the front in the drivers in the driveway oh shit mm-hmm. so what did she do karen
4: usually it's the bad guy who slashes the tires but not so in this case as a crime victim was
2: thinking fast
0: it was an act of vandalism that actually put a burglar in jail fox melissa stern with more on the crime victim who turned the tables
3: There was a strange vehicle parked in the driveway. It was still running.
4: Just after 11, Tuesday morning, Marty Wilson was coming home from school. She was the only one home.
3: I noticed that someone had tampered with the side doors. The glass was broken out and part of the door was missing.
4: About three weeks ago, her medication bottle was stolen from her with her contact information on it.
3: I knew something was going to happen. I just didn't know when.
4: Wilson says they've had a lot of activity lately and she has suspicions. Someone was trying to get in.
3: I think they've been trying to follow our patterns and see when we're here and when we're gone.
4: She was right. This week, she says she caught 30-year-old Casey Husser in the act.
3: I heard the garage door open, and he came down the side stairs. So I met him down at the garage, and he started back up into the house.
4: Wilson says she took the key out of the ignition before he came back down. And used her pocket knife to punch holes in his tires.
3: I started to come up the side stairs when I was yelling. I was really angry.
4: The probable cause statement says Husser forced his way into Wilson's home and selected many items to take, including prescription medication.
3: He had a container full of medication and prescription meds and they went all over the stairwell and into the garage and he took off up the stairs.
4: Wilson says Huser was trying to distract her so he could get away. And
3: then he found out that he couldn't get away because his key was in my pocket.
4: Wilson says they struggled in the garage. She eventually gave in and gave him his key to leave. He also took her pocket knife.
3: Then she called police. His front left tire had a big hole in it and apparently with my description of the vehicle and the fact he wasn't moving really fast. And then they found chunks of rubber out in the road so he kind of left a trail.
4: Hewser was taken into custody and charged with first degree burglary and a bond set for $5,000. This is
3: my family and you don't hurt my family. This is my mom's house. You don't take advantage of my mom and get away with it.
4: Melissa Stern, Fox 4 News, working for you.
0: Wilson says Husser should go to prison for a long time for what he did. He's charged. His preliminary hearing set for March
1: 23rd. All right. Guess the race of Marty Houston. I mean, wait. Marty Wilson, the woman who slashed the tires. Let's see what the chat room says. Um, You never know when. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Stop. All right. You never know where, when there might be cheese to cut. Always ready. White woman. Spunky white lady. Stabbing the tires came easy to her because they were black. Damn. Oh lord. Cousin of Iggy. <laughs> one who oh, wow. would, one who would go free. If she shot and killed a black man, waste the opportunity. White pink nipple dog kisser. There's Linda brothers. White, 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 like the top of those medication bottles. White woman using her black daddy's bevel to slash those tires. Correct answer is white. (laughs) Let me see if I can find a picture of her because there's not one on the thing, but she was in the video. But man, she the part where she talked about you don't mess with my grandmama um stuff. Right. She was so sincere. <laughs> right. She was like, Nope. I think she's single too, so yeah. fellas, if you if she's looking. She's she a brave soul, cause she wrestled him, and then decided to give him the keys. Right. She like who has the audacity to be like, yeah, um you I'm slashing your tires and I'm taking your keys. And I'm willing to f- confront you about it. Like, right, you most, like, that's some shit I would do and then go hide in the bushes <laughs> and watch the person until the police come. She right. did it and was like, I hope you ain't here trying to steal. <laughs> you done lost your mind or something? Right. You will not take my shit, sir. Yeah. Here's a picture I'm putting in the chat for you guys to see. Um, by the way, I searched just her name and I guess she must have some, uh, pictures, uh, for MySpace and stuff, like wow, <laughs> like it's so funny. Like she, her trying to look sexy in the picture. Like she should
2: look the same.
1: She got the filter on. She got the. She looking directly into the camera. She got like uh, something with just a strap on on the on the on the shoulder instead of like a full shirt. Uh, that's funny. Uh, and then she got one on here. Oh, like this is a from an obituary. This can't be the same person. It is not okay i was like wait a minute uh but yeah that that's hilarious though um but yeah man you don't steal from her mama she turned to fucking liam neeson yes she did I'm not fucking with y'all I'm like oh you oh you steal from my mama my mama All right you can steal from me but don't you fuck with my mama where's my knife also a uh, lady that carries a pocket knife damn Gangsta out these in these days um Toronto, the person responsible for Toronto's much-discussed mystery tunnel, has finally come forward. His name is Elton McDonald. He's a 22-year-old construction worker who describes himself as the main digger behind an elaborate 34-foot-long chamber that set the city abuzz and puzzled the police last week. I just want people to know that I meant no harm at all, McDonald told the Toronto Sun in the interview on Thursday. It was a secret for sure, but it was not built for nefarious reasons. He confirmed police findings that because uh, apparently police found this uh, that the tunnel was built to be a personal man cave which included various items such as a rosary and Remembrance Day poppy for protection and good luck a prayer. It wasn't uh, really a tunnel it was going to expand it into a couple of rooms McDonald reported uh, said, adding that it was his dream to build such a place. I was hoping to put in a TV. I did some barbecuing there. It was more of a place to hang out. You did barbecuing in an enclosed fucking cave, man. You could die from smoke inhalation. Right. Are you serious? Covered like sad poison or anything. Was there ventilation in there? Probably not. The tunnel, located in a heavily wooded area of Black Creek Parkland near Rexall Center in north of Toronto, initially prompted fears of possible extremist attacks. People thought terrorists was living under there. Right. The tennis the tennis stadium is one of the venues that will be used during the pan American games, which Toronto is hosting this summer. McDonald, as well as several close friends built the tunnel, which has since been filled by the police on, on land close to his family's home over the course of five months. He was shocked when it made the news. He was, re- and we was reluctant to step forward at first due to rampant speculation. The kind of things that they were saying, it could it could be that they were saying it could be had me frightened, he told the sun. They were saying it was a terror tunnel, uh terror tunnel for crime or connecting to Somalia's Al Qaeda linked extremist group Al Shabaab. Uh I didn't know what to do. But McDonald eventually spoke to police after they called him in. He said they were understanding they knew that a crime wasn't committed. While building the tunnel, it never occurred to McDonald that he was doing anything wrong. Uh, he didn't recognize, he didn't realize the Rexall Center was nearby, or that the Pan Am Games would take place there. I bet he didn't. Now that the case of the secret tunnel has been solved, McDonald says he plans to build another one again. This time on his own property. McDonald did not immediately respond to Mashable's request uh, for comment. Man, looking at the pictures of uh, very well built. Yeah, like he had wood paneling in there and shit, like motherfucker was not playing around um he was like i'm just building the tunnel <clears throat> what what is what is the problem here yeah um so that's that's some of the workmanship if you guys want to use that to try to gauge the uh the race or whatever um all right let's see what you guys believe the race is uh in the chat room uh he accepted his explanation they accepted his explanation immediately harmless white cave fish white Uh, looking to expand the Underground Railroad Maple Ape. Oh, my. White. Honestly, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Cave Dweller White. Didn't know he couldn't do that. White. One who didn't want to discuss his family's involvement in Selma White. Dedicated to grilling, even if it's underground, black. Krispy Kreme Cracker. One who indulges in LARPing. Toronto. Drake's white mom, Cuckold. Damn. Well the correct it uh what indulges in laughing I say white the correct answer is black. So wait, I gotta boo most of y'all, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> And a couple of you got it right. Man, who? I wouldn't even have the audacity to think I could build an underground cave. Right. On someone else's property. Motherfucker was in there barbecuing. That's how you knew it was a nigga. (laughs) Ah. motherfucking barbecue in the cave. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I, was, I was frying chicken. I thought I could fry chicken. All
2: right.
1: And watch Empire. That's why I got a TV to watch Empire and right. fry chicken. I will just go hook up cable. I mean, what are we talking about? Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the raise double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the racism for bonus guests the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. Let's see if you can keep it going. Um, let's see here. How about um here's one. Florida. Oh. Oh, Florida. How we F- missed you. Florida deputies believe that they have uh, apprehended their serial butt groper. Oh. Kenneth, that's what the ladies sound like when he does it. <laughs> yeah, because she didn't see it coming. Kenneth Anthony Lopez, 20, was charged with five counts of simple, simple battery for allegedly targeting women and slapping or grabbing their buttocks over the past four months at Cooper City, the subdivision, popular with joggers. When approached by authorities, he blurted out that he thought he knew the victim and only touched her a little bit. <laughs> Broward Sheriff's Office. That's
2: how we greet people, smacking their asses.
1: He was like, good job. Good job on the run today. Oh, I thought we was playing basketball. Sorry. (laughs) Broward Sheriff's Office Public Information Officer Danny Moschella told the Daily News the development is used by people all over the community because it has a long, circular road. At least four victims have told police about a strange, curly-haired man who assaulted them between December and March. And police have been trying to catch the local deviant. Women were well aware of it. We definitely tried hard to find out who was doing this and tried to arrest them. The department had actually set up a sting operation at the subdivision on Tuesday. A sting operation? Damn, this motherfucker's a bitch set me up. <clears throat> the day of the arrest, and uh, uh, used a decoy uh, in hopes of drawing out the suspect. Now, who got that? You <laughs> said like uh Yolanda. Now you know you got a big old booty. Nah, we're gonna need you to go undercover. Uh, the plan was a, was not a success though. But forty five minutes after it ended, they got a call from a woman who was groped by a man in the same description as the perpetrator in the other incidents. Officers raced over to the scene and found Lopez. So he didn't fall for the butt decoy. He was aware. Yeah, that butt's too juicy. That's it's gotta be a trap. The suspect was dressed. I wonder if she felt, the undercover officer with the butt, I wonder if she felt bad. You know what I mean? Like, damn, he didn't go for my butt. What's wrong with my butt? I uh, no, I'm not sexy enough. Damn. Do I need to, like, wear tighter pants? I need to get in the gym. Uh So they found Lopez. The suspect was dressed in dark clothing, and he was holding a blue, bat, a blue hat that he wore to conceal his face when he grabbed the woman's left buttock. The authorities said in a report he was walking when officers spotted him at 9.25 p.m., though they noted he was dripping with sweat. Lopez, who lives in the adjoining town of Pembroke uh, Pines, spontaneously admitted to touching the victim before he was even questioned. So he drives to another town to grab some ass.
2: Yeah, I can't have them recognizing me in my own neighborhood, dog. They might recognize
1: my hand. Right. I, I'm sorry I thought I knew the girl I didn't mean to touch her he said I just thought I knew her. I only touched her a little bit Lopez was arrested at the station he admitted to inappropriately touching the buttocks of three or four different women three or
2: four so yeah. you mistakenly recognize all these women
1: though law enforcement officials believe there are more incidents I believe so too uh Lopez who lives in I mean wait uh Lopez was arrested and at the station he admitted to inappropriately touching the butt. Okay. He was also charged with grabbing women uh, a woman at her thigh and attempting to lift her off the ground in December. The victim pushed him away and escaped. Lopez was transported to county jail. Guess the race of uh serial butt grabber Kenneth Lopez. Chat room. Out there grabbing them them ham sandwiches. Two mm-hmm. I can't lie, man. I, I sympathize with this crime, but I would never commit it. Uh Officer Bertha Butt. what? <laughs> uh all right. Uh, uh Space Scorpion. Uh yeah, they should have got um Nisi Nash from uh from Reno nine one one to do it. Oh, that'd have been hilarious. Uh sure Lopez, but Kenneth Anthony makes me think of Bevel Client, Drizzy Dri- Division that's not a race i need you to pick a side joe stop stop being uh wishy-washy blake says elliot uh black says elliot sorry uh one who was just trying to find his cousin jenny from the block afro-latino i did norco suave hispanic uh from the moist back tribe burrito bandito mixed black and hispanic seymour butts hispanic Uh, (laughs) that's also his method for finding loose spots in his border fence so he can sneak it to America Salvadoran, so black, Hispanic the correct answer is Latino (laughs) some of you did miss it if i can find a a good picture of him because the picture they have on daily news won't let me link to it um but uh yeah he uh was going around grabbing them butts man i mean sometimes you know the women walk around with these these uh tight pants jogging parading them little butts in front of you it's like you gotta it's like you gotta do it can i mean who could blame you you know it's like a victimless crime other than the victim of the woman that's being victimized. That's what he looks like, guys. With them butt grabbing eyes. Look at his butt grabbing eyes. Mm-hmm. You grabbed them butts. We can tell. Um, alright, and of course, uh, the last segment is uh Sword Ratchetness. <laughs> Also, nobody ever says this, but my favorite part of the I didn't know I couldn't do that joke is the part where he turns to Dave and he goes, Actually, I did did know I couldn't do that. That's (laughs) my my favorite part. Yes, because he knows he's getting (coughs) it. Man held for attacking uncle and grandmother with sword. A 25-year-old oh. man attacked his grandmother, uncle, and his uncle's driver with a sword in Old Sengvi v On Friday afternoon, the man, who was immediately nabbed by Sengvi police, claimed that he assaulted his relatives because they were harassing him.
2: Oh, when you, you imagine a, the driver was like, I just pulled up. What's what's happening?
1: Right. Anytime you have a sword, everybody's harassing you. <laughs> I'm preparing the soap. Police said the suspect, Pankaj Ramesh Dor, 25, is a resident of Old Sangvi. His uncle, Hemant Saddam Dor, sustained severe injuries in the attack. Pinkaj's Pen- grandmother, Harabi Saddam Dor, and Hemant's driver, uh, another dude, 30 years old, also sustained injuries. All three are undergoing treatment at a private hospital. Hemant's condition is critical, said Senior Inspector Saifan Ujawar. Ujawar told TOI that Pankaj and Hemant Dor live in the same building. The two families have a dispute over property. Hamant runs a travel business while Pankaj is unemployed. Of course, he's unemployed, right? Aren't they always? Yep. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Get a job, you sword-wielding motherfuckers. Around around 1 p.m. on Friday, Hamant was standing outside his office. All of a sudden, Pankaj started attacking him with a sword. Majewar said that Harabi and Lund tried to intervene and save Hamad. Pankaj also attacked him with a sword and Hamad sustained severe injuries on his hand. Harabi and Londi's injuries were minor. Uh, Manjawar said the local residents informed the police control room about the incident. The police control room was turn, in turn alerted us. Our constables uh, who were on patrolling duty rushed to the spot Nab Pankaj and seize the sword. Um, he revealed he attacked his uncle because uh, Hamant harassed him in, uh, due to the property dispute. Hey, man, when you going to have our money? Fuck you. Got my sword. We have charged Pankaj under Section 307, Attempted Murder of the Indian Penal Code. Thank God they take it serious. Attempted Murder, yes. Right. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com, mm-hmm. getbevel.com, code TBW, TBGWT at both spots. And, uh, we'll see you, uh, tomorrow. Until then, I love you.
2: I love you too, baby. Mwah.